Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome on this Knicks getting hitched. Thursday, April 13, 2023. The sports program starts now. He's in the air and I don't know if you can feel it at home, but it is palpable here. Hell yeah. In the Thunderdome because one of our own is... No longer going to have a naked-ass left ring finger. Mm-mm. No, no, one of us that works in this Thunderdome has been with this company since the beginning and has been a friend of mine literally since high school. One of us is an Italian man yeah. that used to roam the streets of Pittsburgh for generation after generation what? and generation. What? We thought there was a chance this man was untamable. Thought he was going to run wild. Bro. Thought he was going to be solo dolo forever. Why? And then this... Italian woman came into his life, and they found love. Hell yeah. And what is love? Is it not this longing for togetherness? And is that not the reason why you say, I want to be with you forever? That is real love. Mm -hmm. And we're just a couple days away from celebrating it completely back in Pittsburgh for Nick. Congrats, Nick. Nick. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, guys. Too kind. You're too kind. He did not want us to say any of that, but who would I be? Right. If I didn't utilize my platform to embarrass the fucking shit out of Nick. Sure. <laughs> because he doesn't like anything to be made about him. Doesn't like any attention at all. This weekend, all eyes. That's right. Yeah. On the Marauders. On that mm-hmm. guy. I think he's giving a speech. Ooh. Okay. I think he's giving a speech. Here I do believe, go. right? Aren't you giving one? Uh, got some things to say, yeah. Yo, okay. Nice. nice. All eyes on Frank. He's going to look incredible. I believe the hair is going to be oh, dynamic. It's a big one. Hey, Nick, we're proud of you, pal. Thanks, man. Yeah, All Nick. eyes will be on the bride. That's the goal this week. Agreed. Amen. But I'm saying, yeah, amen. Agreed completely. But you will be right there. You know what I mean? Two eyes, two yep. people. That's what I kind of learned of all the wedding photos from my wedding. It was like, certainly all the photos are of Sam, but I'm in every single one of them just like looking <laughs> at her like, damn, goddamn, you look good. You look good. So remember that, you know? I will remember All that. eyes are on you at all times. I don't think I realized that because your eyes were on the bride, right? That's good advice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So just know that that's happening, you know, because you're in every single photo. Oh, it's a celebration of you too, pal. It's yours. It's your wedding as well. Not that Carly isn't obviously the incredible piece of this entire thing, but the, the humans that are showing up at this wedding representing... This particular Italian side? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Nick, we're all going to be celebrating you, dude. Boy, Thank Nick. you for doing what you're doing. Because wait, it's boys. given us an opportunity to have a legendary weekend back in Pittsburgh. Yep. One thing I won't do, I'm not stopping at the casino. Why? No, I'm going to have to. Okay. Pay your dues, Pat. I was going to yeah. say, you're not Pay stopping your at dues. the arena. No. So this is what I do every time I go back to Pittsburgh, which used to be much more often than it is now. Obviously, married, uh, wife, Bud. you know, uh, about to give birth to mm-hmm. our, our first baby. So I don't get to get back. Business is out here. Family's out here. Life is out here. So I don't get to get back as much. But every time I've gone back, I've stopped at the casino, Rivers Casino, downtown, before going and meeting anybody anywhere. Sure. So drive across 70. The most boring drive of all time across mm-hmm. Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking photo for five hours. Mm-hmm. Just straight across. straight. It's literally just straight as an yeah. arrow. Five hours. That's all you got to do. Get to Rivers. Go in there. I have never won. Has to be over 90 times probably. Wow. 100 times. I don't think that first walk-in whatever has, I've ever won. Now, <laughs> through weekends, you have up days and up mm-hmm. nights at that casino. But inevitably, you're going to lose yep. at that casino. Yeah. 
And I think this time I'm going to be an adult. I got a baby on the way. That's right. I'm not just going in there and losing. No, no. I'm going back to Pittsburgh to celebrate love. I'm not going back to Gombo and go to the South Side and right. you know, golf with the, the boys on the entire golf course. No. I'm not doing that. I'm celebrating love this weekend. That's right. So I'm not even going to the casino. Look at wow. you. Holy shit. Look Maybe at you. once or twice. Friday, we do have a lot of time. So yeah. what do I, I think we got to stop by, I guess. Get breakfast. I can't wait to get back to Pittsburgh. These two men will be there to talk to the table at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Connor's doing the wedding. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Jacked officiating up. the wedding. Oh, mm-hmm. One half of the hammer. Don Cowboys. Tone Diggs has been doing cardio every single morning to look good in this particular tux because he's it. Tone Diggs. Connor's doing the wedding. Old move. What do you mean? By who? <laughs> who, who who's by Nick and Carl? Couple, yeah. Yeah. What's that about, Tony? You know what that's about. I, I don't disagree there. That is a bold move by them. But I'm excited. Do you uh, have this thing orchestrated right now? Oh, yeah, go? yeah. I wrote it a few weeks ago. I feel pretty good about it. Got some other eyes on it. All right. So are you going to have a piece of paper in front of you? I'm thinking I'm going to get a uh, black book, and I'm going to As glue, if it was a Bible. Bingo. Glue or staple words that I'm saying into it. Smart. That's like Jimmy Fallon's thank you notes. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Boom. Already written. They're in there. And he's mm-hmm. just... Nice yeah. sort of reminder. That's brilliant, by the way. Yeah. Whenever I've seen it, I'm like, this is smart. Mm-hmm. This is a very smart idea. Big brains are over there. So incredibly innovative. You're doing that in the book. But mm-hmm. you just told everybody, so it kind of ruins kayfabe. No, no, yeah. no. It's okay. I, I fi- No matter what, at some point, I was going to say, like, hey, I wasn't... I obviously wasn't just reading this off the top of my head. What I if you did memorize the whole thing and just fucking That'd be like, pretty sweet. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I mean, maybe. But there's still time. I, I still could. What really I'm thinking about, and Ty kind of brought this to my attention, is you know maybe something goes wrong with the bottom half of my suit, and I'm up there in gym shorts and gym shoes. Yeah, because you're not packing anything else, I'd assume, because why would you? That, Bingo. That's, that's not going to go well for you, Con, man. The, yeah, listen, well, I was told where, where, I can't, where I can and where I can't wear a tank top already going in. Mm-hmm. I was already given like some instructions. I don't know if you can be balls out at the wedding. I, I think the officiating no. job is in every photo. Is, oh my God. Right here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a few of them. Yeah. I'm going to make sure if I see the camera guy, maybe just give up. Hey! Oh, see, it's, <laughs> not, it's not about the pictures. It's about the love. You're remember right, that. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just trying to remember for after. You know, I will be in some of the photos. Also on stage today is a man who will be with us at that wedding. Not in the wedding, but to get us a gift for the wedding. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Bunch of diamonds from Tasia Diamonds over there in the Diamond District of New York. Shout out to Pooch and Edgardo. Mm-hmm. Edgardo looked real cool. Yeah. yeah. Great. And shout out to 14 year NFL corner Pac Man John. Thank you for that gift yesterday. That was very cool of you. Uh, let's dive into it. He's officiating the wedding. How do you feel about it? You're going to be there. Um, I feel really good. I talked to Connor. I didn't talk to him last night. I had got me a little rest, but <clears throat> the rest of the week I've talked to him about this. I think he's mm-hmm. well prepared. Um, and I've, I have my ordained license too. I was told him the first thing, first thing first is don't fuck up the names. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck up the names. Which you won't do. No your chance. Back. You're good. You know these people. Exactly. I'm not worried about the names. You're not just getting hired as an outside independent party. Mm-hmm. No. You're in the group. I'm part. Yeah, exactly. I know them both personally. I'm in the group. And really when I look at the whole thing, it's only, you know, it's three minutes of talking that I'm not just looking down and reading what oh, I'm Oh, what about a uh, clap in there? 
moments for applause. Yeah, pause for applause. Pop, pop, pop pauses too. Like, ha ha ha, big pop here. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not planning on any the big pops. Pop. Any pops? I'm hoping there's one or two, but I, I still don't know. You know, I, that, that's the only toss up in the whole entire thing. I don't know. Nick, are there any pops? You think? Have you guys had any conversation about how many pop pauses he should be scripting into his <laughs> officiating of the wedding thing? You know, I didn't really think about it. Uh, that's kind of up to comment. It depends on oh, his delivery, I yeah, suppose. Exactly. It all depends on how I say it. And hey. one of them is the debate about Nick and Frank. You know, I still have to figure out yeah. what well, I'm going to do there. Let's well, not let all the cats out of the bag. True, me. true. Sorry, I apologize. I apologize. I will say, in some businesses where things are potentially scripted, sure. If you choose to go off script, better be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah. say. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Better to be better be good. There's been some legendary moments in a lot of different businesses when you go off script, and somebody would go off script, and then their career would take a complete change, a trajectory north. A rocket ship would be put on that particular person's back to the top, and they'd have great success mm-hmm. if you're going to improv. Yeah. Then there's also the people that have done that, and it's been terrible, and they're yeah. right Tom, out of the building. Yeah. Right out of the building. Tom Brenneman. Well, ex- Okay. Yeah. Gary, that's Went a great off. way yeah. to yeah. dig go off script. But, um, but, like, there's only one wedding. Like, exactly. So you're going to get fired anyways, right? You're not going to be doing another one? That's right. I'm, I'm probably never going to be ordaining another wedding. I think you should get pretty comfortable up there. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think you should take some liberties. It's not my wedding, obviously, and Carly cares much more than Nick does, I would assume, because, like, how my wife was, they have dreams of what these weddings are going to be like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was... I could get these signs there. Yeah, part of the thing is thinking that maybe Zito, instead of the black book, I just have Zeet kneel down in the middle of the aisle with cards. I'll think right now about how much panic and alarm is going through the bride's side of the, the wedding. Oh, yeah. From mm-hmm. what the conversation we're having. I see right there's now. some in Nick's, too. <laughs> yeah, because he knows he has to. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but we hung out for a few weeks ago. I mean, the bride's mother actually did tell me, like, hey, I don't care what you do up there. Just don't fuck this up for my daughter, okay? Well, that's, but how, that is such a broad thing. That's like a conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah, They exactly. put that in a contract, and it's like, oh, this tweet is detrimental <laughs> to the team. It's like, how, how it gave motivation. How? I was making fun of myself. Well, uh, just because it was, you're fine this. That may or may not have happened to me a few times. Those tweets might still be on the internet and we're never going to get deleted ever mm-hmm. because they were completely wrong. But don't fuck this up is a pretty wide net. Like, you know, there's a lot of different ways to fuck something up. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure on your shoulders, pal. Yeah. No, I, hey, we're pulling for you. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Hey, hey, let's put on a good show up there. Good luck, dude. Guys. Let's am. celebrate love, right, Foxy? Yeah. Yes, sir. Actually, you know, in high school and college, I filmed a lot of weddings. So my advice to Connor would be to really make it about yourself because that's why everyone's there. You got a quick five, ten minutes to crack some jokes, (laughs) get everyone laughing, good vibes. And then, yeah, they're getting married. Cool. But this is your moment, Connor. And when you because when we're sitting in there, we're trying to settle in, too. If you just get right to the business, like some of us might miss it. You know, some of us might not know what's going on. Sure. We want the ties wedding. That was a show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That oh, guy yeah. was a beast. Hey, that was a show. We were kind of in the back, so we got a chance to enjoy it more. I think people up front, not as um, comfortable giving reactions. Okay. But for us, we got that was a fucking awesome wedding in the in the place that it was. Mm-hmm. Where uh, where was it? It was George Washington. No. Yeah, uh, George Washington. Trinity Church. Yeah, George Washington used to, yeah. to worship there. So we walk into this place, 
Ty's getting married up in New England in a town that's just stacked on top of each other. Yep. Speaking of, Watertown, four square miles, mm-hmm. 40,000 residents. That was where the Boston bombing yeah, thing ended. Mm-hmm. That documentary, really, really awesome. Wild. Really awesome on Netflix right now. It's a three-part series. So that was my first time in that area. We drove across a bridge oh, yeah. going into mm-hmm. this town. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm back in like the 1300s right now. <laughs> yeah. oh, and then yeah. we go to that church, and then the performance was there. It was a smashing success. The venue you're getting married at is like an incredible Pittsburgh venue. I mean, it's going to be like an incredible thing. Yeah, it should be pretty sick. It's an incredible uh, architectural feat. Let's and go. It's, uh, are we standing in the way? The Are we standing near you? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. there's different ways to do that. Too. Oh, yeah. I, I've been in things where they're sitting down. Me too. I've been where people are standing. Catholic. So we're flanking yeah. you. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Holy hell. I'm jacked up about it. I'm three feet from you. Four feet. Yeah. Five feet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm looking straight and right. You know, I don't I don't need to look left at any point. To us? Yeah, I do not need to do <laughs> that. All right, we're going to crush it. Hey, Nick, we can't it, wait guys. to celebrate you and Farley. Very excited. Thanks, boys. Pumped up. Can't wait for you guys all to experience the city and uh, the love. Yeah, this I'm pumped to go home. Also, let's <laughs> think about the uh, Michael Scott thing that we showed you before. Maybe you jumped the gun on introducing the bride and the you know new husband Nick before they kiss. So I, I I'm not an Office fan. Mm-hmm. I do. I am a fan of it. Yes, sure. I have never sat down and just watched it. Uh-huh. Like there's people that have watched every episode numerous times. Mm-hmm. I am not that person. My wife is though. Just saw Michael Scott. Crushed <laughs> yeah, at yeah. a wedding. Mm-hmm. The earlier for the first time, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that was incredible. Let's not do that. No, remember, no, no. Remember, this is a big day, mm-hmm. huge day. Very excited. I already have don't my- listen to what Foxy said. Foxy's lying. No, I know that. What Foxy's, do you mean? Foxy's got no idea, and I already know like the points in it. For instance, when they kiss, I know. Hey, look, I have a couple more lines, but I need to step away so that they breathe. can get some good photos of just them two. Smart, yeah. Like I, I have those points. So Bob Cavoy, you already from Bob and Tom. Hell yeah! Did me and Sam's wedding? Yeah, and he crushed. It. He was incredible, and he, he was, was no, he was no quick five. He he was to the script. He was doing it. Yeah, and the way he worded it was very deep, and mm-hmm. he had a sweet dress up ball cap. Oh yeah, he had a black hey, we love you, Bob. Love, love you, Bob. Bob. All right, let's dive into some news uh, that has happened around the NFL. And, I mean, Nick getting married is pretty big news. Huge, Huge news. news. Oh, yeah, we're off tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I delayed that until 16 minutes in. I didn't want to say it. I don't, <laughs> lo- I don't love it, but it has to happen. This is a holiday. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. happening with Nick is an absolute fucking holiday, and I am pumped about it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you need from us, Nick, you know you got us for the next few days and for the rest of your life, pal. That's Amen. Right. Thank you, guys. You're too kind. All right, let's start. Uh, Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Charles Robinson, who is Yahoo Sport. Yeah, the face of it. Okay. We know that because he's been on the program numerous times. Friend of the program. Yes. Charles Robinson is now reporting, and he did this on Wad and Tosh. Yeah, yeah, Wildy and Tosh. Wildy and Tosh, which is a sports show. Yeah, it's a. I don't know if it's Green Bay or if it's Milwaukee, but uh, Tosh used to play tackle for the Packers, so it's a, a Packers radio show. Charles Robinson, who's an insider for Yahoo Sports and is Yahoo Sports, said on that one that basically there was already a deal made. It was already done. A 2023 second, 2024 guaranteed first, and they are willing to give something back in 2025, and the Jets don't want it. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers said that he was uh, potentially thinking about retiring, Mm. and that kind of scared Woody Johnson, and now they're trying to figure out what the future things are. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting thing that Charles Robinson breaks that news, because if if Woody Johnson did not know that information after spending, what, an 11-hour 
yep. trip in trip. California yep. at his house. Whenever I believe there was uh, great vibes were said by all people. So if Woody doesn't know that after that meeting, and then they still are in the middle of negotiating, that's interesting. That's an interesting little wrinkle, I think, in the entire conversation between Aaron and Woody and Aaron in the meeting that he's had with the Jets and what Aaron has said to the Jets, that Aaron would come on this show and say that he was 90% retired, 10% back uh, whenever he went into the darkness. Then while in the darkness, we think, not 100% sure, while he was tripping balls like Queen's Gambit, yep, that's right. he said, if I can find another motivation, I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. I think he was just looking for it. He was also thinking that he was going to maybe go back to the Packers. The Packers basically told him before he went into the darkness, take your time, however much time you need. Then when he got out of the darkness, yes, a hole in the ground in Oregon that uh, had very nice facilities. Yeah, unbelievable. Great. But absolutely no light. He said the tone had changed. They said, we're basically moving on to Jordan Love. We will figure out something to do with you. And boom, that was the chip on his shoulder, and he was back and running pretty much. That's kind of how I took the conversation. I don't know what that is. But if he was to come on the show and say that, and didn't tell Woody that or in any of these conversations whenever they were either at his house in California when they took the jet. Woody Johnson, bazillionaire, mm-hmm. owner of a few companies, one that you know, yeah. Aaron, Aaron E. certainly have, with. Yeah. have a little interest. Busy human, I think we could probably, probably. assume. Safe yeah. to assume. And if he's not busy, that means he's just completely retired and out of touch and doesn't do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So to take the time to fly and go meet with Aaron – Talk to Aaron, have a full day together, get right. to know each other. We might have went in the hole, then we fall. We know. Could have yeah. put blackout mm-hmm. curtains mm-hmm. around the whole house. Yep. We don't ayahuasca. Maybe yeah. they sip some tea. Not saying Woody would do that. Listen but to like, Pink Floyd. We don't. Who knows what they did? If he was learning that on our program and not from those conversations, I'd say that's an issue. Yeah. Right, Todd? I mean, yeah. I would say that would probably be a little bit of an issue. Yeah, for sure. And that was, I mean, like everything else aside, that was kind of my biggest takeaway from reading this whole thing was like, holy shit, when he was on the show, like, you know, everyone was like, why are we still talking about this guy? Like, everyone was locked in pins and needles about what he was going to say. And apparently, like, a lot of people legitimately had no idea what he was going <laughs> to say. Like, to think that the owner of the Jets was learning this shit the same time that we were is fascinating and wild. Certainly a fascinating t- if this is the if <laughs> yeah. this is really what's going on right now. Now Trey Wingo had the information about Woody Johnson flying mm-hmm. to uh Aaron Rodgers before anybody else. So I assume he has pretty good connections over there. Greenberg, right? One of the oh, yes. <laughs> he's in two Hall of Fames. I assume he has some good ones. So if they knew that as well. I wonder what their feelings are on either why they didn't release it or if they have a little bit of worries about maybe this deal getting done whenever everybody was just leaning to believe that it was certainly getting done. What are your thoughts on it, Pac-Man? Um, I, I don't know if I trust this resource. Whoa! Oh, hey. oh. Friend of the show. Chuck Robinson. Hey, he is hey, friend I, of the show. I understand, yeah. but the resource is not adding up. You got Greeny. Greeny is the... Greeny is the man. For the Jets. Well, Fireman mm-hmm. Ed, first of all. Hold right. on. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. Fireman Ed, when, when they're good. Yeah, he, he's he been killed a couple times now, but Fireman when when they're good, Fireman Ed. What about our other dude who got the Pokemon? Gary V. Gary V. Yep. Uh-huh. Who got the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, like, how all of a sudden he, he get this valuable oh, information? I don't know. We know a lot of good guys. Yeah, just listen. I agree. Though. Listen. He did say V Friends is his Pokemon. He did. I do like the fact that you remember that. Oh, this guy thinks he created the next Pokemon. Because yeah. <laughs> Pokemon, incredible business. Yeah. If V Friends becomes the next Pokemon, oh, he's buying the Jets. Look yeah. out. He's going to buy the Jets. I love that. Because that, as soon as he said that, that was my first thought, too. Like, 
Oh, okay. So that's how he's viewing Viewfronts. Yeah. That is a potential massive business for that fucking guy. You took it the same way. Hysterical. You're right, though. <laughs> well, a lot of us are confused on how. But Robinson's been an insider for a long time. Long he works time. at Yahoo Sports. Mm-hmm. So that's like saying you worked at MySpace. Like, yeah, exactly. Yahoo's been around a long time. He's been in the game a long time over there at Yahoo. Maybe Woody did find out when he was on here about the 90% because if, if, they, went, if they flew out to Aaron's house and Aaron opened the door... It's like, guys, I appreciate you flying out here, but I, you would have thought he would have let off with like, hey, I'm 90% retired. So what were they doing there for the other 10 hours? Well, that's what that's what we're kind of saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to pivot away from this. I'm sure we'll dive back into it whenever A.J. Hawk joins us in about 38 minutes because A.J. would know all of this. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he knows. He knows. And remember, he's withholding information. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Not when lying. He, when he's speaking, what are you saying? Well, that's already out there, isn't it? That means, okay... So he feels okay right. saying this. You're getting warm. Keep because going. it's already out there. It's not him breaking news. He he sits in a spot where he doesn't. So I'll be excited to hear what his thoughts are on the potential development that Woody Johnson did not know that Aaron was close or contemplating retirement whenever he was going in that dark hole out there in Oregon. Fascinating stuff. Joining us now. And whenever I say fascinating, I only say that because the sport is so goddamn exhilarating. Hell right? yeah. When you're talking about way back in the day, Moonshiners during the Prohibition era. Mm-hmm. They would have to outrun some fucking cops mm-hmm. because they wanted to spread the happiness of booze around to different states in the South and other places. Those cars being so souped up, so goddamn powerful, would then go on to become a racing series. And these fucking cars would go 200 miles an hour. They would go in circles. They would go on road courses. And hundreds of thousands of people would get incredibly intoxicated while watching and screaming their fucking lungs up. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that sport of NASCAR has a great that has returned. That's right. Announcing on his Twitter this morning, a six-week hiatus is done from an accident while snowboarding. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2020 season champion, Chase Elliott. Yeah! How you doing, pal? How's it going, guys? Hey, sweet mustache, bro. Whoa. First things first. Is that how it normally looks? Is that what you normally are? Or do you have the five o'clock shadow with it kind of yeah. just looking super cool? Yeah, no, I like it to be just a little trashy, so it's good. We're uh we're headed in. Might as well uh come in with splash this weekend, so I'm ready. Okay, so you're back six weeks away. Is that how long it's been? Yeah, it's been six six weeks, so it's uh yeah, the first four were pretty slow. The last couple have gone by a little quicker. I was I was curious. I've watched a lot of the stuff on this, the Aaron Rodgers topic. It's funny. I tuned in. You guys are talking about that. So crazy stuff going on. Where's he going to land? Well, that's interesting, isn't it, Chase? Let's, I mean, we should be talking about your massive comeback for NASCAR, which, by the way, race this weekend, Martinsville, Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Nine is back in the race. We cannot Woo! wait to watch that. Uh, do you feel like, is there driver's rust or anything like that uh, six weeks away? Or are you playing on uh, simulators? What are you doing while yeah. you can't really work out because of the injury? What was the injury, yeah. too? Yeah, well, I, it was... Um... I had a couple fractures in the top of my tibia, so it was really more around my around my knee uh, than than it was, I guess, my lower leg. But hey, hold on, I'm know, not a doctor. Tibia is this one? Tibia is that one? Yeah. Holy shit, that's a pretty yeah, powerful was, one, right? Like shit. Oh yeah. I see people on Saturday nights; they just bang them off of each other. That's right. You know what I mean? UFC is just bang, <laughs> bang, bang. That yeah, is, that's a powerful. Didn't look like those guys. You know, those guys. They they hit a good kick and they I've seen them break it in half. So unfortunately, it wasn't like 
that. So it was. Uh, it could have been a lot worse. Okay, it had to be incredibly painful though. What what happened? Were we on a were we on a pipe? Were we uh, were we jumping? Were we just on some fresh pow? What were we doing? No, I wish I would. I told. Listen, I've told this to my close friends, and and obviously I'll I'll tell you guys too. But oh, I do not have a cool story for this. I, <laughs> I was not in the park. I was not in the pipe. Um, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just a perfect storm. My knee decided that that was the ball game that day. So damn, it, uh, went down, down for the count. Well, sorry to hear about that. Happy you're back. Are we going to take anything from this going forward? Because NASCAR obviously incredibly pumped that you're back. The world of the sport is much better whenever you're in it. Are you, uh, are we never snowboarding again or, or what are we thinking about? No, I don't. I don't think I'm going to hang it up forever. That a baby. Hey, that a baby. Yeah. Happy to hear that. Yeah, I think you got to I think you got to live it, right? So, I just uh obviously I hate that it happened, but I've been I've been doing that for a long time. Um been been snowboarding a lot over the years. So, I it, you could you could trip and fall walking up the stairs and be out this weekend. So, I think you have to live your life and you got to, you got to take a step out from, from this world. I mean, it, it can consume you in a lot of different ways. So, and I think that would go for a lot of sports really. So I think you have to have that disconnect and, um, snowboarding certainly one of those for me. And I don't anticipate me skipping that, uh, because yeah. of all this, it's unfortunate, but we'll, uh, and we're, we're on the back end now. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So Hell yeah. a lot of season left, which is good. Hell yeah. And we're pumped that you're back there. Um, how long have you been driving whole life? Pretty much my whole life. Yeah. I started racing go-karts and stuff when I was about eight. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, much like anything and, and, and probably more so nowadays as we've seen with other sports too, you know, kids start this stuff so young and, and, if you don't, um, you can easily get behind and, and you just develop those skills and you learn these little things here and there, probably when you don't even realize you're learning them at a young age. So yeah, I've been driving for a long time. I've enjoyed it. It's been a fun, it's been a fun road. Um, obviously nowadays it's pretty serious on, on the cup side, but, uh, yeah, I enjoy it and, and going to ride the wave as long as as long as they'll have me. Were you just beating everybody whenever you were eight years old and through high school? Did you know that you were going to be a professional racer? Because I think this is like the standard thing, right? Uh, if, and I'm in Indianapolis, so it's a little bit different with IndyCar. But like very young people are racing. We There's a couple go-kart tracks here where you can go yeah. and these carts are moving. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like these are like 35 mile an hour, I want to say, like 40 mile an hour carts while you're flying around. Like other places have you know, go-karts and bumper cars and things like that. Here it's like you see families with their kids training. Like you're, you're, it's open track time almost. And I'm in there packed. <laughs> that is a small, tiny, that is a small cockpit you guys are operating in. And I'm getting like burned from the seatbelt here. <laughs> and then there'll be some six-year-old or seven-year-old just bumping me out of the way, like racing, just absolutely crushing it. Have you been like that your whole life? Is your family in racing? Did your did your parents build the carts that you were driving? Because I think I've seen a couple of those documentaries as well. And did you know you were going to be a professional driver? Yeah, no, you're, that's interesting. I, I uh, Especially being up around Indy, I mean, yeah, certainly kids are, are racing go-karts at a really, really young age, and it was no different for – Hey, they're good though. They're good though, too. These little fuckers oh. are good. Dude. Oh yeah. I mean, it is Mario Kart. They're a problem, dude. They're an actual it, problem it, out there. It, it's super impressive, and uh, and you see that across all forms of, of different types of racing. I mean, as you go across the United States, that the, there's different parts of the country that have more 
dominant racing series and in, in different areas. And, and most of the time, it really depends on where you grow up as to where and, and what path you choose to, to go race. Like, you know, dirt racing might be really, really big in a certain part of the United States. And then, Sprint. you know, to your point right there in, in Indy, you have a little bit of both, right? You have the IndyCar world. Uh, and they have some asphalt tracks that, that kids can go race on. And they also have a lot of dirt racing up around your area too. So it just depends on where you're from. But for me, yeah, I, I was, um, I'm from Georgia. My, my dad raced for a long time. So certainly, uh, certainly been around it my, my whole life. And, and, uh, where I lived, there was, you know, a certain type of car and, and series that was popular. And typically that popularity, uh, brings the most competitive, uh, field and you want to be challenged. You want to, mm. you want to find that competitiveness in your region. So, um, everybody's past a little different, but yeah, mine fortunately worked out and, and is able to at least, you know, make a job out of it now and make a job. Uh, You're coming back and they're fucking celebrating it, pal. Yeah. You didn't just, hey, congrats, yeah. no, you did it. Yeah, yeah, you did it. You're champion, bro. You, hey, you're yeah. a champion yeah. at the highest level. You did it. Um, I don't know. You, you snowboard. Uh, you're obviously naturally a race car driver. So you're, you know, a little bit yeah. somewhere in there, right? Well, we will right. assume yeah. when the fights happen in NASCAR, the internet loves it. I think your fans probably love it. Incredible. What is what is the stance from the league, I guess, on fighting? And what are your thoughts on it? And how much do you try to avoid that? Because it's always, it, we love it, but it always looks bad for both parties. Both parties end up getting blamed for yeah. it mm -hmm. immediately. So it's not a fun thing, I don't think, for you guys. But we love watching it happen. What is NASCAR's stance on it? And what are your thoughts about it? Yeah, look, it definitely is exciting, and I think people people love it, and it gets people talking, uh, which is a good thing. From a competitor standpoint, I do think there is a like I get it. You know, everybody wants us to fight and crash and, and all that stuff, especially yeah. people oh. who don't follow racing or have much. We don't want you to uh, crash, bro. No. We don't want you to no, crash. No, no, no. We wish that you but, were on a half pipe with that hey. snowboard and did a fucking McTwister thing. Yeah, and we we want you I'm, to do I'm, great. I'm with you, but you know, it it definitely is. It is one of those things where people people enjoy seeing it, but from a competitor standpoint, I do think there is a point that it becomes a distraction for you and your team to go perform well, and and that's that's just life, right? When you're not when you're not thinking about what you need to be thinking about on the weekends, it's going to eventually have an impact on your performance. So, oh, the little got to draw that line somewhere. Oh, you're saying the little things lead to big things. Ah, professional sports. Mm. Ah, you guys are athletes. Uh. Listen, I've never been one to claim to be an athlete. Now, I don't think I'm very athletic, but it's uh, hmm. you it's know, interesting. That's a that's a whole other debate. Because you're competing, it does take dexterity. There is a skill that you can practice and become better. It's a craft, but there's no real <laughs> points craft. to be scored. So it's I was a punter, so I'm the bottom realm. You know what I mean of professional athletes and things like that. I would say I'm right there with you as okay, a NASCAR good. driver. I'm right there with you. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. How, you play uh, pickleball? I've never played pickleball. All right. No. Punter would beat the fuck out of the NASCAR driver <laughs> at, <laughs> at pickleball. But, Not wrong. But snowboarding, <laughs> I can't stand up. So that's athletic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there is, yeah. I assume you're an athlete and you're, the, athletes are probably able to drive better than the non-athletes that are driving, if I had to guess, just yes. because the competitive juices and things like that. Where? Do you think that or no? Man. You, if you saw some of the field and watched them dribble a basketball, you would potentially change your mind. <laughs> it's bad, huh? Some of them, some of them are bad. I, I would like to think I'm not the most least athletic in the field, but I wouldn't say I'm the most uh, either. But yeah, man, it. Yeah, some but of them, you, on the flip side yeah. of that, on the flip side of that, 
there's a lot of people that can dribble basketballs really well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. through the legs. But if they had to sit there for three hours, three and a half hours, however long these fucking yeah. races are, and then just one slight boom out and potentially uh, in some deep shit. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You know, oh, so that, yeah, so there's a little bit of a different uh, conversation there depending upon how you judge an athlete. So you guys don't piss in the suit anymore. I heard there's like new science. And <laughs> how long is this Martinsville race? Are you worried about how long it is and how much weight do you lose? Yeah, you know, I've never, it's a really good question. I've actually been asked that a few times here lately and I, I need to weigh myself in the summer. Um, I would say my guess would be like five pounds or so, uh, oh but I don't, wow. I don't have a, a, a great number, but it, that's the biggest thing I feel like with racing is it, just the environment is, is super uncomfortable. It's very hot in the car and you're certainly there for a long time. You don't have a lot of outside air moving around. So that physically, I think that's the toughest part that probably doesn't get understood enough, I guess, from a physical aspect. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that the more you do it, and I think you hit the nail on the head, it is a craft, right? And it's, uh, it's a very unique craft at that. It's not one that you can go to the, the sporting good store and pick Dicks. up a race car and go practice. So it makes it difficult. But to answer your question about Martinsville, yeah, it's 400 laps, which, um, you know, typically the Martinsville races have been 500 in the past. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad. Oh, a little baseball strategy. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Let's take a hundred off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're trying to, trying to cut down on that TV time. As y'all know, TV runs everything. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's going to be tough, uh, for sure. I'd be lying if I didn't think it was going to be tough, but I have been, uh, you know, Chevrolet has a, has a simulator. We can get in there and, and kind of practice some of these things. Is how real and is I, that? It, how real is that? If I get a simulator, will I be able to tell if I could fucking cut it or not by hitting the apex of the turns? I've, Hey, I drove a pace car before. Mm -hmm. Road course, yeah. Grand yeah. Prix, right here well, in Indy. Right. You know what I mean? Just the fact that you knew what an apex was is, is kind of impressive. Thank so you. I, I, you're already off to a good start. Thank you, and I don't get any marbles either. I'm <laughs> on the line. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a driver out there, but I think I'm too big. I think I'm too big. Yeah. Is that re it's not real though because you can't feel? Because I guess there's something to people that can go above 180. People that can go below 180, I think there's like a cutoff. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. Is that real? Uh, you know, the speed, actually, I think you become super accustomed to the speed. It's like, I tell a lot of people, it's like going down the highway. When you're going, when you're going 80 and everybody. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speed on 55. Don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> okay, don't okay uh, listen. Yeah, yeah. It depends, depends on where you live, right? So oh, yeah, right. 70, 70. Yeah, you're on, right. on the interstate. If you're, and then, you know, if the speed limit is 75, obviously you're going to do five. 85 to 80. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, comfortably at 80. Um, yeah. <laughs> then at that, at that point, it's everyone's going the same speed and it's very much the same for us. I, I do feel like there is a sense of, for, for a while, there's probably a thrill in the speed, but then after you kind of get used to that, I don't think that that's much of a thought and it's more just about the, you know, beating the next guy, the, the competition aspect of it. Uh, it's not so much, I would say most any NASCAR driver would tell you or any race car driver in general would tell you that the speed is not, it's not a thrill anymore. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not really exciting. I think you get, you get, I watched, uh, I watched his documentary on Mark Leclerc. He was this guy that was just climbing uh, like the peaks of the highest mountains in the world. And he was just doing it with no strings on, on this ice yep. pick. And then also that other guy that had the documentary, he was the free. Alex Honnold. Alex Honnold. Mm -hmm. like these, I think these, I watched one of those. Which one? The Alex Honnold one? The climbing one? 
I it was one of the ones that was on Netflix. I can't remember the name Free of the show, Soul. but it, I, yeah, that might have been it. I mean, they ended up. I assume he passed away. They he was on a trip and Leclerc. Came yeah, home. yeah. So that's the ice yeah. one. That's called yeah, the Alpinist is what that mm-hmm. one's called. Yeah, that one came that, after that Free Solo, who had Alec Connell. Yeah, and Alec Connell was interviewed in the Alpinist, and he won like an Oscar for that. Mm-hmm. They won yep. like a the some sort of something for it. It was, but watching those humans operate is like, oh, they have no fear. Do you feel like you're one of those types of people? Because no, I, I think it's very different. I don't, I don't think you're going to find me free climbing a, oh, a yeah. icy canyon anytime <laughs> soon. But oh, you're soft. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah. We're yeah. No, soft. Definitely soft. That's I mean, Honnold there. You got to be. You have to be a little messed up, I think, to find that fun, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that's. I think they have. The, they, they don't have the thing. Yeah, the, the fear, uh, fear complex, or whatever yeah. in your brain. Yeah. So the only way they can really feel anything is like they fall. to, to well, be yeah, very close yeah. to fall. It's like. I feel like they have no feelings, so it's like something in their brain is off a little bit. That's why I wonder with you guys, you're strapping yourself to rockets pretty much, mm-hmm. flying around like this far from each other with things that have happened in the past. I think it's an incredible, you know, admirable trait to be able to just say, fuck it, and go do it. So I think you're a little fucked up too, pal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Pac-Man, Pac-Man has you're a, the in a good, person to tell me that. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. That's, oh, a, good, yeah. that's a compliment, obviously. You heard the way I delivered it. If you were to write that out, though, people <laughs> would say that would not be, and then that could potentially end up in a lawsuit you know that's right has happened before that has yeah. happened before at this particular office pac-man 23 has, baby hey that's right that's right yep. you know the deal chase you know exactly the deal yep yes i do pac-man has a question for you chase i heard you say um earlier the speed is not really what you looking at around the track we're into speed and um we got a good car collection when you're off of the track what is, what's your car collection look like what you driving on a day-to-day basis and when you want to step up the speed off the track, what you driving? That's a great question, and this is not probably the norm. I think there are some guys that collect cars. I've just never been a car collector. Um, I don't really have a, mm. a collection of cars. The, the, the driving aspect and, and the racing has been my fix. That, that's been my speed fix forever. I've never really needed anything else. So you're driving uh, a minivan out there? Huh. Chase, you're driving a minivan out there? Yeah. If, if Chevrolet sold a nice minivan, I'd consider it. I think they do. I do. Yeah, I believe Spice do. Adams had one. Yeah. He was calling into our show for him. I, I think they got the full, full length sunroof. Yeah, the whole thing. I think there's a couple. Bunch. Yeah, it's. I think the ta- it's listen, the Tahoe, the Tahoe is the new minivan. Oh, you got any? Tahoe is the new minivan. What yeah, are your man, family life? I should have looked into this. What's your family life? My, you're looking at it right now. <laughs> we're, uh, Hell yeah. we're, we're working at it. Hey, how old are you? Twenty-seven. Congrats out there, bro. Live your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Live your life, I, dude. Thank you, guys. I couldn't even imagine what it's like for you, too. Think about the. Did you expect the reaction that you were coming back? I guess. I, we should have known this. We don't follow NASCAR as closely. You know, I don't. I know a couple people over in that world. We've had a couple cocktails with Kyle Busch uh, a few different times, have turned on races, have watched races, have been interested, but don't follow the sport as closely as, like, other sports. Did you expect the reaction of your comeback to be as big as – it feels like people – or fucking pump chase you're a dog dude yeah yeah people people are uh probably more excited than i would be uh for <laughs> me coming back you know on the outside looking in but no they've been uh th- they've been great and just being you know being back at the shop the last couple of days and i've been removed from from a lot of those activities and just being around your peers and your teammates and you know you go to we go to battle every weekend for 38 weeks a year right it's it's um you know, it, it is a lot of time on the road, and these guys become your family. So, 
when you get back and you hear people say, man, we're excited to have you back. We're looking forward to, you know, getting you back in the car. Like that stuff's really cool. And, and that's been, uh, that's been really nice. And the fans have been great and they've been super supportive too. And I hope, uh, I hope we can put on a good show and, and get back going this weekend and, uh, and have a good run. It's going to be, it's going to be tough, but I'm looking forward to getting back on the road. Is this racetrack your style of racetrack? Is this a good one? It has been good to us in the past. We uh, we won there in in 2020, no, uh, so that was a good that, that was a good run for us. Um, we we were okay there last season, and this is the first time that the series has gone there this year. So um, we'll see. Yeah, it, it's going to be, uh, be interesting. Let's go win. Why Come not? on, Chase. Why not? Yeah, and, let's get a dub. And then when you're doing that burnout, you know you're gonna feel so cool. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 afterwards, how cool is it? You just feel like the coolest human alive whenever you're doing that in the middle of somebody's track like yeah clean up this rubber for the next <laughs> year i'm gonna fucking go ahead and let much. i conquered this this track is that what that is the feeling of that yeah absolutely that is your time you you have earned you have earned your right to tear up the grass or the 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 pavement or whatever as much as you want i mean it's your, you you earn that you earn that right so yeah pretty much you're right and if it wasn't you if somebody else won They'd be proving mm-hmm. it right in your face. That's right. That they they deserve it. That's you, how it works. You're a drifter. You're a good drifter. Do we get figure eights. What do we do? Straight circles. What are we doing? Not by trade, you know. But yeah, I like to switch it up. I mean, you know, sometimes there's uh, the Napanon. Boom. Yeah, there it is. Whew. There she is. Beat the old beat the old one two that day. That was good. It's always good when you beat your buddy, right? Oh you know, yeah. Anytime you, anytime you beat your friend, he runs second. We always like to remind each other of that. Yeah, and then, but um, yeah, as you should. Yeah, no, it, it totally depends. But I wouldn't say I'm a drifter by trade, but I can make it work when I need to. What do we drink afterwards? Obviously, get five pounds worth of water back in you. Depending on the track, you're drinking something that they have. We having uh, any any beers afterwards? Right. Celebration? Are we whiskey fan? <laughs> what are we, what, well, what, considering with the boys? considering I'm sitting here at a Coca Cola shoot, fixing to take pictures for Coca Cola. <laughs> oh oh my God, those cokes are so good. Oh, coke good. Zero, old Coke, so smooth. Yeah, I better plug them. But you know, <laughs> the Coke then leads to uh, extracurricular activity after <laughs> Coke. Then at, then well, at that point, you know, Coca Cola, Coca Cola, yeah. talking about Coca Cola. Just because, you know, someone whenever they're dropping that into commercials, best Coke ever. It's like, <laughs> all right, I've heard so many people say that in parties, in bathrooms, what? in stalls right next to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if that's possible. Not wrong. But <laughs> we've all heard it. Coca-Cola right. is what he was talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Don't be assholes on the internet. Ty has a question for you, Chase. Chase, I think most like casual NASCAR fans or people who don't really watch it all, one of the issues is how much parody there is. Like there's been so few guys. I mean, you got, you know, obviously the Intimidator. I got him right here yeah. uh, just to remind me every day. But you got guys like him and then, you know, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, guys yeah. like that who kind of transcended the sport. But now it seems like, you know, while a lot of people know you guys, like someone new is winning almost every weekend. Do you think they're going to – you guys are going to get to a point where someone kind of transcends the sport again and it's like very clear, mm-hmm. clearly obvious like, oh, this guy's head and shoulders better than everybody else? Yeah, that's a really good question, and and I honestly think the answer to that is no. And I think that's because every every time we have a new rule change and we have this new car come out that you know has tried to level the playing field, 
the more you level the playing field, the harder it's going to be to be different. And, and the reason those guys were such icons is because they were different over the years. They were very good race car drivers, and they also had very good equipment to drive. And, and those two things combined at the right time uh, led to their dominance. And, and I think right now the cars are becoming so much the same that it's becoming very difficult for drivers to be different. And the harder it is for us to be different, uh, the harder it's going to be to pass up through the field and do all those things and, and really dominate. So, yes, I think there's going to be, you know, time periods where a guy might go on a hot streak and, and win two or three races in a month or in, in two months. Um, but those consecutive championships that we saw out of Jimmy and, and seven championships from Dale and Richard and those guys, I think that's going to be really hard to do. And especially in a, in a short period of time, just because the more that the cars are so close, there's so many good drivers, um, that it's just, it's going to continue to, to be more and more challenging to do that. Great question though, but I I think the answer is no. Okay. Ty brings up a great point. A lot of engineers, right? That's the big thing in uh, IndyCar. Like who has the best team almost the engineers, the brains behind it that can kind of cook everything. And I think they're trying to gain just a little bit of an edge. You guys doing the same thing with NASCARs. I assume the, the engineers are very important to that whole process. And what type of rules have they added that have made the cars like so similar? It's a limit on how many horsepower it's a build of the car. What is those, what are those types of things that you think affect it all? If you, any part on the car that you can see, there's a rule that is, uh, surrounded Mm. it. And, and that's anything from how the engines are built to, how the bodies look. Basically. Hey, because people were, hey, hold on though, because there were some real geniuses that were able to put together some engines oh, differently than everybody else. Tim Allen out there in the uh, garage That's right. putting together his hot rod. Mm-hmm. There's other people that do that. They do it different ways and they find out little tricks and they steal some horsepower. That was like a weapon the teams used to have, right? And now it's kind of, yeah. they kind of get rid of all that? It totally was. And, and there were, you know, guys that really changed the game over the years in different areas and engine building was certainly one of them. But yeah, now th- there's just so many specs and, and rules that all these parts and pieces have to abide by and be built by that it lands you in a, in a very similar position car to car. And also at the same time, it makes what might have seemed like a very small advantage 10 or 15 years ago, uh, the tiniest of advantages now shows a bigger difference on track than it used to because of the similarities. So it's just, it's just changed. And as time has gone on, I think everyone kind of knows what it, what they want to make their car go faster, like what those magic knobs are to make it, make it quicker. Um, it's just a matter of finding a way to do that, and uh, that process is becoming more and more. So, what is confusing. it? What's the advantages then? It's like strategy, wheelbase, pit stops, driving. I guess. Yeah. Like, what is? What are the advantages? Because it seems like if everybody has the same weapon, so like if every quarterback could throw the exact same ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, like, how do you make the? Because that's what the car is, right? They're all pretty much the exact yeah. same. What are the What are the little advantages that, like, good strategy? I guess is the biggest part of it. Yeah, strategy is a huge piece of it. It stops. And that's that whole thing. Gas, that type of shit. Yeah, that you do need you do need gas to make it <laughs> to the end. Yeah, so. but when, right? Don't some people roll the dice go a little bit longer than other people yeah. and it puts them in different positions? Is, like, is that a part? That's how you gain the advantage, I guess. It is, it is, and certainly from a driving standpoint, I mean, you can still find advantages driving, and, and you just, you're trying to push that limit just a little further than, than the next guy, uh, but yeah, strategy plays a, a huge role in the races, and, and when to pit, when to put on tires, all those things, and it changes throughout an event, too, uh, but aerodynamic 
advantages over the years have become king. Arrow is, is something that's talked about every weekend and how the bodies are built, how they're manufactured, finding advantages on the body of the car to manipulate the, the way the air flows is, uh, is the, probably the biggest piece of the puzzle, I would say. Aerodynamics matter. That's why I used to shave my right leg, you know, <laughs> from right. when I was punting. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cut through the wind. Smoother, yeah. yeah. I actually, I got that, uh, I got that big fan and put some Smart. color in it, mm -hmm. just like they do in those car commercials. And I just swung my leg a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. Left leg out of the wind, right leg in the wind, because uh -huh. that's the only one that matters. And I found out that if I shave the outside <laughs> three quarters, <laughs> yep. just it's like putting on a, a Lambo hood. Yep. Cap. So that's what I did. It worked for me. So, you know, I yeah. guess aerodynamics yeah. work in everything, Chase. And that um, certainly makes sense when you're talking about racing cars. Tone Diggs has a question Chase, for you. speaking of strategy, I feel like every race that I've seen over the last couple years, um, like two laps left, the person in first is getting passed by second and third because they're drafting with each other. Like, is that strategy there that... Like, does anyone want to be in the lead with two laps left, or is that like a position you want to be in, or would you rather be chasing in second or third behind? I mean, it depends on the track that you're racing at. It sounds like you've been watching Daytona or Talladega. But, yep. uh, but, Talladega. Super track. I'm a super track guy. Yeah. So, if you're if you're leading those races, there's there's two pieces, two strategy sides to that. One to be leading is, is obviously a good thing. If the race runs around to the checkered flag, you probably don't want to be leading. I do think the guy in second has a good advantage. The problem with that is if someone wrecks between the start finish line of the last, you know, the start of the last lap. And then by the time you get back around the race ends, Hey, why don't you guys stop it, doing that? Wrecking? Hey, <laughs> I understand. I I've been voting for that for a long time and, and it just doesn't seem to work. How did like I don't know how you guys avoid some of those? Yeah, there's some like highlights. Yeah, there's some close calls. No, yeah. just cars like going over and like you can't as you're watching at home, you're like, holy shit! And then they show like a a sky cam, and it's like you literally just squeaked by with like a eighth of an inch. Yeah, and if not, your car's potentially going into a full. Yeah, it's been it is what you sign up to do, and what you all sign up to do is actually bananas. I mean, it is a real thing. Connor has a question for you, Chase, and then we'll let you go, obviously. A very important day. Nine's back, baby. Hell yeah. Nine's back with a cool mustache mm -hmm. and a beard. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Chase, I assume you probably saw some of these shows on Netflix, like Full Swing and Breaking Point, and obviously the uh, Formula One show. Has there been a conversation amongst you and the peers? Like, hey, to get more eyes on this, what if we did some sort of show and kind of follow each driver throughout the season? Yeah, they. we've kind of done a form of that, but definitely would, would love to see it on the Netflix level. You know, I think what, what Drive to Survive did for F1 um, really led to full swing, right? If mm -hmm. you think about it, that was yeah. such a hit that that was what led to them doing it with the golfing, uh, with the golf guys. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think it would be a huge home run if they, could, if they could sell that and pitch that to Netflix. You know, and that's such a great platform. And, and I do cool think dudes over there? Cool dudes? Where at now? NASCAR. Oh, uh, I... I mean, some of them are okay. Uh, that helps. Some of them are okay, but um, I, I, to answer your question, yeah, I think it would be really good, and and it would, you know, just tell the story more. I think that's what it did for F one, right? Is there's such a story behind what goes on every week that you would have never known by just watching a race? Um, and they have some great characters too, right? You know, those personalities of, of those guys 
uh, made that thing special. So I think it'd be cool if they can if they can get it on that type of platform. I think it'd be a big deal. We'd love to watch your episode, pal. Hell sounds yeah. like you're an absolute legend. Congrats on the quick recovery from something that sounds devastating. Congrats on coming back, and let's go get a win in Martinsville. Hey, well, I'm how about this? You go ahead and uh, win that thing. Ah, should we do top three? Ooh. Gotta win it. First race gotta, back. Gotta win it. Yeah, gotta first win it. One. First race back, though. Gotta win Top three is a big deal, though. It's it, not that a point. Is a big deal over there. Points. Second, imagine if he comes in second, his friend wins, too. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Top two. That would be a bummer, for sure. He don't want to come in second. We're not talking about stage one and stage two. We're talking about that. I don't like that rule change, Chase. We're talking about the whole, the whole fucking race. Yeah, how do you feel? Is that on every race, the stage thing? Oh, yeah. We got stages every every week. You want to win stage three. For me... For me, points don't matter now. I'm I'm so far out. So the the win is the only option for uh, okay. for us. If you're not first, you're last. last. Hell yeah! And with that That's with right. that being said, you get first this weekend. We'll give a hundred thousand dollars to a charity of your choice. The world is better that you're back in the NASCAR seat. Uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us today, brother. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Enjoyed it. Enjoy your show, and uh, best of luck uh, leading into the the upcoming football season and all the off-season shenanigans going on. Well, a lawsuit. You can say good luck with a lawsuit if you want. Mm-hmm. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 2020 champion of NASCAR, Chase Elliott. Thank you. Pretty cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, the man. Great stash. Great stash. And he said he likes to keep it a little trashy. Yeah, with the shadow. I like that. From Georgia. His dad uh, should have done the research. It's yeah. on me. Bad hosting. His dad, NASCAR legend, like 50 years racing or something. Bill, really? Damn. 50 Sam years in racing, I Bill. believe. Who? Bill. Bill Elliott? Bill Elliott, yeah. I remember when Will used to fucking just spin uh-huh. that thing. Hell yeah, running with Bobby Labonte and the boys. Hell <laughs> yeah. Mark Martin used to have the fucking, oh, they go at it. I'll tell you what, every once in a while, I'll just pop on a race, yeah. and I'll start watching it, and you can turn it on at a part that's incredibly boring, where they're just, no matter what the race is. I've tried F1, IndyCar, I think is yeah. the same. All of them. Mm-hmm. NASCAR, same thing. Racing as a whole, as a sport. You turn it on and there's nothing going on, it is tough. Okay, You watch just four straight laps of nothing happening, and they're just like, oh, he's going in for pit. It's like, I feel like I'm watching practice right now. Like, yeah. They're just taking some hot laps around there. I don't want to sound like... I don't want to sound like... Uh, Rude or anything, but yeah. but if you turn on and there's some fucking real racing going on yeah. and some action, and you just so happen to get maybe a yellow or, yep. or I mean, there's some real a start maybe coming back yeah. out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching the super tracks, fucking Daytona, Talladega. He knew. You said that you didn't like the way these stages are changing everything. If you're in second place, you're probably going to win, we, not first mm-hmm. place. Boy, it's set up. I mean, start the race, you finish the race. What are we fucking restarting six times for? Coach Diggs loved. Oh yeah. That was their tradition because, you know, I was, they had me when they were younger. So they would go out and party on Saturday night and then they would take naps on Sunday and sit me in front of the TV and watch fucking cars go around in circles. Well, nine's back. It's in your blood. Nine's back, baby. That is the thing about racing, too. Like the best part of it sometimes is when they're in the cities, like when they're doing those F1 in whatever, whatever. IndyCar was in uh, Nashville, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they had like the track on some streets, right? That's sweet looking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah, that's F1, what they F1 should. does Miami, Vegas. Miami, mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. NASCAR, all I think, does the Vegas, I think. I think they do Vegas. They have a, they have a, they have a track there, yeah. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just can't do it. I'd love to. What's your problem? Any kind of race. Chase Elliott just gave us a great so, interview. Well, I was going to say, if he's in contention, like, I'll check it out. But outside so of that. So he wants to send a text, hey, Chase is racing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You said funny car, John Force, was your... You know, you know, no, watch. I used to be the big whatever Smoke Stewart was, and then he blasted that kid and killed him, so <laughs> yeah. I had to stop watching. That was tough. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> depot get up? Come on. 
Rest in peace. Nothing that better. is a very sad yeah, situation. It's incredibly sad. That's yeah. why I had to fucking retire from That was a sprint car race here it. in Indiana. Yeah. That smoke's an Indiana guy. Yes. I was, I was more hurt that he didn't have one of the new Corvettes. Who? This guy? Trace? Yeah, minivan. Oh, shit, right? Yeah. Because those new Corvettes, that's what I drove uh, as a pace car driver for Grand Prix here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Whoever was supposed to do it backed out late. Are you kidding me? <laughs> late, late. What? I got like a Hail Mary call like, hey. Jesus Christ, McAfee, we need you. Is there any ch- <laughs> legit, it was like that. It was like, is there any chance you can get to the track tomorrow at like 1 o'clock to pass this like certification almost, or certification that Chevy would have to give you to be the pace car driver for this Saturday's race? I'm like, yeah, I think I can figure that out. Brand new vet. This thing was clean, nasty. I can drive a stick, obviously, so that helped out with the whole process there. But yeah, so I had to pass the test. I had to impress them. I showed up in a tank top, obviously. They had no idea who I was. They did know who the person who was supposed to be doing it was. Sure. That person backs out. They had no clue who I was, local person. So the Indianapolis Motor Speedway basically called me and asked me to do it. It was awesome. It was. I was in there with Ari Leindyke, uh, who I believe at the time had the fastest recorded lap at the Indy 500. The Indy 500 is like 100 and some years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he was sitting passenger seat. And I was like learning racing because it was a street course. There was like 13 turns, I do believe. Unreal. Yeah, it was like, and I was really, I was really good. It was a black, it was a go-kart. Yeah. But I was with a fucking Corvette. And I assume that I would not be able to win any of those races, you know, just because that kid's been racing since he's eight mm-hmm. years old. Forever. He's been learning leverage and turns and setup and speed and mm-hmm. shifting yeah. his whole life or whatever. But I enjoy getting out there. I really do. You said we like speed. I, well, that's why I bought that Shelby, 600 and some horsepower. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can go take this thing to a track, maybe drift it a little bit and do it all. That'd be a fun profession, but also insane, I think, yeah. back. Um, I got a buddy named Cheddar who does. Shout out, Cheddar. Shout out mm-hmm. to Cheddar. Shout Cheddar there. Bob? Yeah, Cheddar Bob. Um, he does uh, <laughs> drifting and four-wheeler, but he is the most unathletic Okay. Human in the world. All right. Okay. All right. That's so you just said that that guy was an athlete. It sounded like you said. Because that conversation happened <laughs> in the middle of it. it. sounded like that's why that was kind of sitting in your brain there. Yeah, but. Chad, you thought, as he was talking about, like, yeah, some of these guys can't dribble basketball, and you thought to yourself, fucking Cheddar can't. Yeah. yeah. He's got to compare and walk. Yeah, he can fucking drive a car from here to California. How about some of those stunt drivers? Like the way they can yeah, manipulate I, vehicles oh and yeah. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now Jay Leno was in a car with one. What was that? And it it just rolled over fourteen times and he almost died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a professional driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of those people use these cars as a as a goddamn tool almost. Oh yeah, that'd be a fun thing to be able to do. These NASCAR drivers are very talented. We're obviously big fans of Chase Elliott. Congratulations to Chase. Good hey, boy, Chase. They are much more comparable, though, to like the climbers you're saying versus like basketball and football players. Very much. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the trait that they have that yes. not everybody else has. We have breaking news. Ooh. Oh. The Washington Commanders are officially sold, wow. it does appear. Wow. Dan Snyder has reached an agreement in principle to sell the Commanders for six Billy, Billy, Damn. Billy, Billy, Bye. Billy, Billy. Billy to a group led by Philadelphia 76ers co-owner Josh Harris. Harris's group includes billionaire Mitchell Rails, I think of Pittsburgh, yep. and former NBA star Magic Johnson, who was on the Today Show uh, a couple weeks ago saying, damn, 
Come on, Come please on, bless Dan. us with the opportunity. Dan blessed them. Normally, Dan certainly did. And normally when Dan's being talked about on any show, everybody's saying, Dan Snyder is a fucking rat. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what everybody else <laughs> yeah, is saying. Right. Not me. You're not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying normally. So whenever he got a chance to see Magic Johnson on one of the biggest morning shows saying, Mr. Dan Snyder is a good man and hopefully he'll bless us. I wonder if that was a little bit of gamesmanship for Magic to kind of get this deal over the finish line. Because allegedly Bezos was going to be in, Bezos wasn't going to be in, Bezos was allowed to be in if he wanted to be in, and then Bezos was officially out. We wondered if Dan Snyder just out of spite was going to hold on to this thing because everybody kind of wants him to sell. Instead, Magic, Josh, and Mitchell Rails, I assume among others, are able to get into the commander's game. Six billion for the team. They're going to to build a new stadium? Are they going to change the name? We don't know. But congrats to all parties, including the Commanders fans. New money in the NFL is good for the league. Tone, your initial thoughts. No, yeah. you. The last thing you just said there was probably the people who are just most ecstatic is the the Commanders fans because they have dealt with potentially one of the worst owners of all time for a long time. There's been numerous conversations where we thought Dan Snyder was either going to be forced out of the NFL or he was going to sell the NFL to make his life less hectic. Remember, this man has been scrutinized by every single human that has ever had a microphone in front of him because of the way he operated and did his business. Just a couple weeks ago, there was an article written about how much money he is going to make from when he bought the Commanders to when he's going to sell it, all the while being one of the worst business people of all time. Mm -hmm. He has never talked about in a positive light, so we thought there was a chance that if he was offered multiple billions of dollars, he'd say, you know what, I want to make my life easier. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with the bullshit anymore. I'll just ride around on my goddamn yacht, park it in Napoleon's Island, and this will be my life now. That's just what I do. Mm -hmm. But there was also a thought that Dan Snyder doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Dan Snyder loves being in the fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Dan Snyder stands in the paint and tries to foul people as they're going for dunks <laughs> just so he can get dunked on yet again. Mm-hmm. That is what Dan Snyder does. He's officially out of the NFL. Good news. And congrats, I guess, to the Snyders for getting $6 billion for a team that, if you read all the exposés, was run relatively poorly oh, yeah. and hasn't had success in a long time. But the fan base is massive yeah and josh mitch and magic now immediately become babyface. like for them oh, they yeah. get to come in there's a report card that they can actually look at and be like okay this is what our players need this is the stuff that they've been lacking over the last i don't know how many years and they can basically change what we think about when we think washington which is the boot pipes and the bad football team and dan snyder being the worst owner in the nfl poop pipes were the ones that were bursting in the yep. stadium yep. multiple mm-hmm. times throughout a season because the stadium hadn't been updated in so long mm-hmm. people were sitting there watching this abysmal commander's team that had numerous exposés written about it on a very, very, very public newspaper, and these people are still fans of the team. Mm -hmm. They're saying, damn it, you guys aren't making it easy for us to be fans of your brand. They pay tickets. Hey, we're through thick and thin. They go watch a game. As they're watching their team get beat, a poop pipe right above them bursts in toilet water, dumps on their head. Drenched in poop. That was happening at the stadium. Happened Mm -hmm. in a suite. Couple different times. Yeah. I don't know, the banister falling almost yeah. killing yeah, Jalen Hurts. That's right. You'll be a power move. What's that? These new owners come in. They just, six billion for the team. They're going to build a new stadium. Power move to come in and be like, hey, let's go get fucking Lamar Jackson right now. Why not? It's Make a, a splash, idea. build a franchise, mm-hmm. change it all. What's your face going to be around here? Uh, we got the most exciting quarterback on earth. Is yeah. this quarterback led league? Yep. We got a guy who's just. Nobody else can. Not a bad play. Pac-Man, how do you feel about that thought? Not a bad play. I I like that idea. New ownership, new everything. 
And Magic Johnson coming in, he won championship everywhere he don't. Love star players. The Dodgers, what? won championship. The Lakers, why? The uh, the the women's uh, Spark, Sparks, Sparks. why? Michigan State, LAFC, yeah, why? Um, everything he's did has been big, even to TJR Fridays, to Burger King. Hell yeah, Magic got the answer to everything. So, um, I'm, I'm excited to see um, how the Commanders do upon the new ownership. And to expound upon that point. And what Tone was saying, Lamar, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Lamar. This is business. He doesn't move his house. Here it is. This is business. Close to where he is. You know what I mean? Hey, I see what you guys did. I respect it. I earn it. I think I would be a very welcomed addition to your city, to your team. I would love to help this next chapter, this next era build, not only on the fan base that you already have, but a brand new one that's coming. If I come here, I think it's good business. I think it's good everything. Why don't we do that? I'm the, I could be the, right now. The face is Ron Rivera. Uh-huh. No offense, Ron Rivera. Yeah, hasn't had success in a long time. No, but good guy. We love Ron Rivera. Right. There's no way you can have success in that building. There's not a shot at Ron Rivera. But he's the only thing you really think of mm-hmm. whenever you think of the Commanders. It's like you put somebody like Lamar on that team. Lamar's now the face. Their defense Angel, is good. Angel have something to build around. Yeah. Terry McLaurin's still there. Mm-hmm. Running back's still there. Brian Robinson. You got. But you bring in Lamar. It's a whole different. That's a whole different team now. Yeah, it's all around yeah. Lamar. Yeah. yeah, and the defense, you just hey fuck. The defense is good. Keep yeah. the defense D-line, doing what D-line they're D-line doing. Real well, and that's what like, that would be a brilliant play. New money coming into the NFL, and also that goes to our point about these guaranteed contracts with these new owners, like the Walton family. Mm-hmm. They have like thirty-seven billion or something. I forget. What. Thirty. I think it's thirty-seven more than Tepper. They're uh, they're the richest by a lot. A billion. One billion dollars is so much money. Yeah, it is so. So much money. Just think about what one million is. And that's so much money. That's a ton yeah. of money. Yeah. But to these billionaires, especially like 30, some 40, 50, however many billions mm. they have, like, okay, so this business that I just invested in, that I just bought for $6 billion, you're telling me if I put $200 million more into it, I'll have like the key position kind of figured out? <laughs> yeah, locked down. Okay, I think I'm kind of pot committed at this point with $6 billion yeah. in there. Another $200 million? Mm. I think we can do that. I think that's going to continue to happen. Oh, yeah. As these uber-wealthy people get into the NFL and want the NFL or want to have success quickly in the NFL. Plus, isn't he part owner of the Sixers, correct? So he's yeah. he's used to yeah. guaranteed, fully guaranteed contracts. We are being told now, hold up, wait a minute. What? Ian Rapport saying that a deal is not done. That is not Oh, jeez. What? Come on. Ian. I don't know. That one said exclusive. Zito said, we'll have Ian Rapport in... 10 minutes. Okay, okay, so. We don't know if Ian has reported that. Zito's saying Ian has not confirmed it. Okay, there we go. Any of the insights? Okay, so we don't know. We don't know what's real and what's not real. Ian has not reported it. He will be joining us in 10 minutes. AJ Hawk will be on the other side. That's a big piece of information for Sportico just to put out there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They might have found out first. They said exclusive. Yeah. Put that tweet back up, can we? Maybe Pull now, it up. N- now rap sheets reach. I out. was gonna say Sportico would you'd think would have boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah. that's business, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's there. Exclusive. Dan Snyder has reached an agreement in principle to sell the Commanders for six billion to a group led by Philadelphia. Harris's group includes Josh Harris reaches six. They even made a graphic. Well, and there's yeah. no per, so they're reporting it themselves. Yes. All right, so we'll have Ian Rappaport joining us on the other side. Why do you let business come in and just? <laughs> yeah, did one of those? Guys, guys, hey, Ian, what's the deal, pal? Do one of them own Sportico. Yeah, we could look into who's doing business with who over there at Sportico. Yeah. Magic Interesting. And everything, you never know. 
Yeah, Magic's probably running that Twitter account now. It might be. That <laughs> looks like a Magic Johnson graphic. graphic. It does. Yeah. It does. Doesn't it? Word yeah. art. Holy shit, you're right. All right, Ian Rapport will join us in 10 minutes. AJ Hawk will join us in five. Then we have some uh, conversations to be had about a lot of things. Houston. in yeah. Houston's in a lot of convos right now. Crazy. And we have a source. Says. Says. It's yeah. not proper English. Our source. Says. Have given us some information we're allowed to say about that whole thing. Now, our source. Says. Our name, Michael Lombardi. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's tied in. Yeah. We would think. To right. say the least. Not able to be on the program today because he's traveling. He also pissed off a lot of Ohio State people is what he said. But I think what he said was probably what he was hearing from other people. That's why whenever he says something, he's got people in every building pretty much. Mambo ain't just talking to talk. Yeah. Well, he does. Sometimes he does. He does speak as like a matter of fact. For sure. For sure. But he does. He is connected and plugged in. Everywhere. With everyone everywhere. So whenever we text him like, hey, you know, people are saying that you said something like this. And and then he gives actual answer. Mm -hmm. It's like. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because he knows. He, he knows. said that about Darius Slay being shopped, and then two days later he requested a trade, and then two days after that. Oh, would you look at that? He tweeted. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. like yeah. six of these mm-hmm. at the end of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you look at that? Casario's a New England guy. Always has been, which is a part of the conversation. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, he's a college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Aaron Rodgers' best friend, the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, and a man who knows everything about every situation going on with Aaron, the Packers, and the Jets, Mm -hmm. A.J. Hawk. A.J., there's uh, another news story that developed since we've been live, but we have to address this immediately upon your arrival in that sweet Steve Jobs shirt. Wow. Okay, you look amazing. You look cool. So cool. It's 85 yeah. degrees over here. The fact you're wearing a turtleneck in the middle of that is there's another mental toughness feat that none yep. of us will ever truly be able to understand. Why you're in an attic in Ohio has to be hot as fuck. A.J., Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports reported this morning that the holdup is that whenever Woody Johnson heard that Aaron was 90% retired going into the darkness, that he got a little bit worried about future picks or what guarantees are in the future. Now, Woody Johnson did travel out to California for an 11-hour trip with Aaron Rodgers. We asked. They did not do ayahuasca, allegedly. Mm -hmm. We don't know what all happened. Do you think that this could be true? And is this something that we should necessarily talk about, A.J. Hawk, a little bit? I mean, we talk about everything that has to do with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets right now. So I understand that part but I, I doubt this had that much of an impact on Woody Johnson I don't I don't think it it threw a wrench in the whole system and he had to sit there and rethink the whole process mm. once he heard this okay mm. so AJ just quickly come on what are we even all right so that is that is an answer in of itself right that we need to take in for what it is because he knows the answer obviously clearly yes. just trying to not give it away yep. but not lie either yeah half truth withholding information all the time what does that mean though that means Woody's worried he's only gonna get him for one season is that yeah. what you're saying that's what I think Charles Robin, which is a, I think we've all been kind of talking about that potentially being a real worry. Concern, yeah. So when Charles Robinson reports that that's a source news, it's like, okay, so that is a real deal. But also, what he didn't know until he was on the program, that would be wild. That would yes. be a wild thing to think about as the, that relationship kind of begins. I, I don't know how that goes. Well, and if it is true what he's reporting, then the idea that they had already agreed on compensation, and then when Woody heard, hey, I'm 90% re- retired. So why wasn't he it, traded then by that Tuesday that he came on the program? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's that's what doesn't really make sense, because then in this situation, like I guess you can kind of see why the Packers would be like, nope, we already had a deal in place. Like, Yeah, t- completely. Too bad. Like well, that's, that's what we're doing. Joining us now is a man who might have more information because he's the senior insider for the NFL, both the NFL's league, the network, yep, the website, yeah. 
and the streaming service NFL Plus. You'll be uh, on the same screen as Bobby Flay. He's been a food judge on Tailgate Takedown. Shout out his son Jude for breaking that news. He's racing horses with Joey Molinaro. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of the weekly wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends. Us being the friends, he being Rap Sheet, Ian Rappaport. What's up? Sorry you're waiting on hold there for two minutes. We had to ask AJ that question. Is that report coming out of uh, Yahoo Sports this morning, Charles Robinson? Uh, What is happening with the Jets and the Packers? Why there's such a holdup? Is that what you've heard as well? Can you do me a favor? Can you uh, read me the wording of his? I was typing as I was waiting on you guys. Like, what did Robinson say? And this kind of shocking. Robinson reports the parties had the parameters of a deal in place, but after Rogers said he was 90% retired thing, Woody Johnson got scared to spend high draft capital on him. That would explain why the Packers don't want to take less. So that also might be future draft picks or this year's draft pick with 13 overall. Uh, is, Is that something that we already should have known? Is that something that... Woody Johnson didn't know after an 11-hour meeting with Aaron Rodgers. Is he learning it at the same time as us? Because that is wild. What are your thoughts on it all? And th- that does throw certainly a whole new conversation into the whole whole deal, I think, personally. Right. Uh, okay, so I do not believe compensation has ever been agreed to or really close enough to where they say, like, a deal is done. Okay. Right? Because they've – so I that part, with all due respect to Charles Robinson, who I really like. We um, do too. Friend of the program. Oh, yeah. Friend of the program. Yeah. Good guy. Um I, I do not believe that part is accurate. I do believe the 90% retired thing has played a factor because if mm-hmm. you're the Jets, let's talk about value, right? If you get Aaron Rodgers for one year, that's worth X. If you get Aaron Rodgers for two years, it's worth X times two, right? So if Aaron Rodgers retires, theoretically, the price might be different in the eyes of the Jets than if he stays for two years or three years. So I think what they're looking for is a way to account for that. Like, we love Aaron Rodgers. He's worth so much. We're, we're going to get him. If it's for one year, it's this. If it's for two years, it's this other price. And so I do think the, the discussion of is it a, let's say, a hard first rounder or a hard second rounder in 2024, um, that's probably part of the discussion because, you know, might it have to be conditional just to account for whatever this human being might decide to do. Conditional seems like a way to get around any potential flaws on not knowing exactly what the future holds, especially for a quarterback that's as old as Aaron. And you could see how maybe somebody would ask Aaron and say, hey, do we know if you're going to play two, three years? How do you feel right now? He has not been in their building. He has no idea what day-to-day looks like over there. He has no clue. So I'll be excited to hear how they get to the bottom of that. And also, sounds like they're going to get the deal done. Yep. All right, That's good negotiating, you know? I I think uh, eventually, I think they will, hopefully, maybe in a week and a half or something like that. Okay, okay. That sounds like a man who's saying around the draft or so. Um, Let's talk about another deal that's almost done, allegedly via your tweet and Sportico. Allegedly, in principle, a deal has been made by Josh Harris, Mitchell Rails, and Magic Johnson, amongst others, to purchase the Washington Commanders from Dan Snyder for $6 billion. Now, they have to build a brand new stadium. Uh, Jeff Bezos was potentially going to be in this. He was told he was allowed to be in this before it was even announced that it was going to be for sale. Dan Snyder learned that Jeff Bezos is not actually the editor of the Washington Post. He just happens to own the Washington Post. So Dan Snyder put his swords aside and said, I'll take 
billions of dollars from you, I guess. Allegedly, that's how it all went. So we didn't know if this was ever going to get sold. Magic Johnson was on TV a week ago saying, if Dan Snyder blesses us, you're the man. That's the first time anybody on TV has ever said something nice about Dan Snyder in recent history, I do believe. Uh, how did this come about, and what are your sources telling you about the deal and what this looks like for the Washington football team going forward? Okay, so what I know about this situation, I do not believe a deal has been agreed to. Uh, the way this would work is Dan Snyder would tell the league, uh, this is my choice. Review this bid for, you know, it's actually just under $6 billion. So from my understanding, not quite six, uh, just under there. Um, five, nine. Still five, nine, five, 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 nine, nine. Like whenever you go to a store and it's like, uh, this is thirteen ninety nine. <laughs> they say it's under 14 bucks. You can get this whole thing. Is it like one of those? So that matter? Uh, not, not quite. Uh, a little, a little less, but we'll we'll see what the. But the, my understanding is I the final that. number has not been agreed to, so that's why a deal is not done. That's but, what the deal is. So the report is that's- not wrong. Wrong. It just seems to be premature because I do believe, from what I know, from what sources are telling me, that Josh Harris eventually will be the owner of the Commanders, assuming this deal is completed. I am told they are nearing a deal. Uh, it would have to be approved by the league. Snyder would have to submit it, and they would have to actually reach an agreement, which hasn't happened. But it seems he is going to be the guy when it all does happen. And obviously, this is the Sixers and the Devils owner. Well, congrats to the NFL getting new money in there. Yeah. And I assume everybody's pumped that Dan Snyder's out of there. We never thought he was going to leave. And here we are, mm-hmm. new owner, new stadium, maybe new team name. Go ahead, AJ. Ian, how quickly uh, after this deal gets done do they break ground on a new stadium there? I mean, that, that's going to be – so by the team, it has to be approved. I think it's – I'm not 1,000% sure, but it seems like the May meeting would be a good – I think there's going to be enough time between now and the May meeting to finalize this, which is in Minnesota, um, which in the spring is going to be lovely, which I'm sure I will be there for that, um, to welcome in the new owner and maybe have a drink or two. We'll see. Um, oh, you got to start working. Oh, new friends. Wow. Sources. New magic. Is that what we're talking I, about? I love friends. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I welcome all friends. If they happen to have information, that's awesome too, but mostly just friends. Um, yeah. The stadium is going to be picking the stadium spot is going to be the first thing, right? Because I know there's been a lot of push for a, you know, stadium in DC. Um, that is obviously a political Ooh. question as much as it is a, find the land, have the money to pay question. Obviously, this is something that is going to be... Everything's a political question, right? That's a very condensed area. There's a lot of people sitting on top of each other over there, so there's going to be a lot of politicians who have to be, what, anti-NFL too, right? There's some people that feel that way, and about the money and public funding, is that going to happen? Will the owners spend all the money? I mean, there's always a big-time fight with that, right? Right, or were they anti-NFL, or were they just anti-Dan Snyder? Like, I don't that, know that, that. That's not the only but, place that this happens, though. Like, everywhere. Yeah, no, of course. There's new stadium problems. Like, that is not, like, an easy feat, I don't think, to get it passed in there to do it anywhere, especially in, what, the most political area of all time. Yeah. yeah. Of all of all the worlds. Mm-hmm. The most political area. Ever. Ever. Is that, that's going to be. Literally that's not, ever. That's not just, like, an easy task, right? That's going to be a difficult thing, don't you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be really difficult. Um, but I also think that, you know, basically to get this done, to purchase the commanders, which I believe Josh Harris will do at some point eventually. For the price of? He knows state. For the, for the price of? Just under 6B. 
Just under. 6B. Just under 6 This is like when people ask me my real height. It's like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, no, yeah, if five, this, was nine. Price, <laughs> this is the price is right, what would your bid be? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. If Bob Barker um, said... Look at this. Come on down. The Washington Commanders. And you had to give the closest but not over, you know, or hit it right on the thing so a bell goes off. Yeah, you win the prize. And everybody's so impressed. Maybe you win. What would you what would you write down there? Because it would go for me, I go, um, six billion dollars. Somebody no, else. the one dollar guy is the best. Yeah, $1 that's $1 at the end though. One dollar one dollar right. guy can't go anywhere near but the end. You only get one shot. At the one dollar thing, yeah. Because then, if you do one dollar too early, guess oh. who's coming? Boom, two dollar person. Yeah. Oh my God, you're dead. You're dead. There's no way that Washington Commanders football team's worth one buck. No, you fucking idiot. Come on, Fool. <laughs> come on. Nobody. So for you, if you had to do that, you would say five eight. I will wait until the final number is done. Ah, Have some fun. You're in the right ballpark. Okay. Sure. All right, thank yeah, you. Just right. under I mean, six, we it's get amazing it. though. I will say this: this is, and it's obviously not done yet, but you really do get the feeling. And probably since yesterday, when Fertitta came out and was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to bid more," and he said, "I think his bid was five six or something like that." This has been a long time coming, a long, long time coming. And I think for That's Commanders it. fans, you know, this is the kind of thing where they, this is like a day they've been <clears> waiting for. I mean, it's truly like Are they changing it's the name? almost surreal. They'll change the name. They allowed to change the name. Does the league have to approve a name change? It's, it was a private en- entity, right? Uh, I'm sure the league would be involved, but I don't know that they would have to approve. I have not heard that they're going to change the name. Um, I kind of like the people not like the commander's name. Put your left hand up. Who are we? The commanders. Hell yeah. So, yes, they like it a lot. I don't know if everybody likes that song. From what I've been told, I like that song. Love that, that song. song. I think it's a banger. Joe Gibbs. Wale likes it. Wale, I don't, well, Wale wrote, was not right? a part of yeah, it. Wrote, he right? produced it. No, yeah. he was not a part of it. He does pay his respects to whoever made it. Oh, goody. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I watched the Commanders play football here in Indianapolis, you know, this past season. No merch was being worn that said Commanders by any of the fans that there was probably 15 to 20. Really? The football team merch? No, it wasn't Washington football team merch either. Oh, oh, oh it was the other one? Oh, that other one. It was the... Uh, say it, rap. What was the team name? Who are we? Not the Commanders. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, you, nope. This guy doesn't know football. <laughs> I'm, not putting a dollar, I'm not putting a dollar in the jar. It's like, you know how long it took me to stop saying San Diego Chargers? Oh, how about yeah. Oakland? Yeah. How about Oakland? Yeah. Oakland's tough. St. Louis I mean, Rams. Mm-hmm. That was, I was, uh, yesterday I was trying to figure out where, uh, no, two days ago, where C.J. Stroud was, and I was told he was in Oakland. Definitely took me a minute to be like, not Oakland, actually Las Vegas. Yeah, you got a piece of together. Now, what we're talking about with the team name, vastly different than what you're talking about. Because yeah. we're just talking about cities. We're not talking about, you know. Come on. Just absolute. What was it? What was what it, again? it again? What was the name of it? I forget. I, Come on. I've just gone out. Washington football team was the previous. That was. Yeah, yeah, but, but it changed to before that. Before that, though. Was it still Washington or was it different? Anyways, that team that is slipping all of our minds, that I was the team remember. that was being represented. 
by every single fan that was in Lucas Oil Stadium. And they were very loud. So I'm not saying that they have to go back to a name that was – what was it? What was the – I can't. Maybe I have it in my What's the rhyme with? Foreskins or something? Yeah, rhymes of foreskins. <laughs> that, that sounds it right. Does, uh, I don't, know. I don't know if that was the name. I don't know if that rhymes. Well, I don't know if you have to Ted, do that. Ted Flynn's is what it rhymes with. Well, oh, so you do know. Uh, oh, no, I just uh, hope I, you're happy. Okay, 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 now you made me say it. Yeah. Wow, you're a terrible yeah. fucking guy. Anyways, um, anyway. I don't know if you have to do that. Obviously, you can't do that. Won't do that. Society, the whole thing, can't do it. Won't do it. Why would you? You've already come this far and made the decision that we've offended people. We don't want to be a part of it anymore. That's what the decision was made. They go to Washington football team. Then they go to the commander. I don't think people have necessarily all bought into the commanders is what I'm saying. All that merch just told me that they weren't necessarily, mm-hmm. oh, pumped to be a commander fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how many times can you change it and still be taken seriously? I don't know. That's a decision that I guess the next owners will have to make, and hopefully they'll be able to do it right. And if they're the commanders 15 years from now, just be normal. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're kind of just off and running. Do you have to take it on the shins for a bit as people have to adjust to a brand new normal? Pac-Man has a question for you, Rap. Rap, if they do it right, you know, um, Magic Johnson and his group of buddies are used to deal- dealing with guaranteed contracts. Um, could this be the one group that like Lamar? Oh, here we go. Ooh. Um I think it's a good fit. I think the quarterback there is is an okay quarterback. I'm not saying that bad about him. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. He's an okay quarterback, but Lamar is a top-tier guy. I think these guys are used to dealing with guaranteed contracts. Could this be the one team that say yes? Ooh, hell of a splash. Man, that is a great question because obviously Josh Harris is the owner of the Sixers and they deal with guaranteed contracts. Magic Johnson, uh, obviously, yeah, guaranteed contracts. Magic has also played basketball at a very baseball high level. Too. Uh, baseball, yeah, baseball, baseball. the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, first of all, on the Lamar, I do not believe Lamar is in the conversation there. Ah! And, they don't even have a deal and, done. How the fuck do you know? What are we even talking yeah. about? Yeah, you don't know. Well, but also when he gets, if this progresses as it should and he gets approved in, let's say, May or whenever the meeting is, then I have a hard time imagining a deal for Omar would happen then. Like maybe next year if this was still a thing. But I don't believe Omar Jackson is in any way in the future for the commanders. And the football people, I mean, Ron Rivera basically said at the owners meeting, um, they view Sam Howell as their future starting quarterback. He needs to play like it. Um, But that is what they view him as. The other question is really interesting because, you know, I – Obviously, the bulk of the NFL, the bulk of the owners have been pretty outspoken, some of them, about you know, guaranteed contracts and that they do not think they are a good thing. You know, Is a new owner going to come in, ruffle a bunch of feathers, and sign someone to a fully guaranteed contract? I guess my answer would be if he wants the player bad enough. Yeah. That would be the answer to that. And if he wants to succeed. I mean, look at what Tepper's rolled through, what? Three offensive coordinators, two head coaches, yep. five quarterbacks. Yep. Mm-hmm. A town. Like, just a town, yeah. 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 A bankruptcy with a town. Like they're, they're, like these new money, I think, going to be very greedy. Not greedy business people, but greedy for success. No, like, yeah. Make a big investment into something. I would like to see this do well, especially in a very public forum that is the NFL. That's why the Walton family, like kind of doing what they did over there with the Broncos, yep. bringing in Sean Payton, bringing back a former head coach for them, Vance Joseph. Using the fund. You, yeah, using the – like I think there is going to be – maybe new money is always good for well, everything. Well, you bring up the the Panthers. Their coaching staff was also like very high-end – Money wise, 
Yeah, and you can spend no it. There's money. no salary cap on that. So that's an advantage. And I think yeah. new money, got to have big money to mm-hmm. get into the league. Not mm-hmm. that old owners don't have big money. Okay? We get no, it. No, but, it, but it's, yeah, it's different. Six billion, what is 200 more? Bro. A million. Yeah, you're talking about for Lamar? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's saying they're out. This guy. Ian said, okay. no, nope, they don't want it. Ian, why don't you just why don't you arbitrate a deal there for the guy? Kind of take care of him. Speaking of deal, this is an interesting thought Ty has for you. Yeah, Rap Sheet, I have a hard time believing that uh, Jeff Bezos wasn't okay with $6 billion and that he would be outbid. Um, is, there, like, is there some sort of conflict of interest with what, everything he has going on at Amazon? Like, I think we all assumed that if he really wanted this bad enough, like no one's going to be able to outbid him. He can wipe his ass with $6 billion. Like, why did he eventually step away? And is it the type of thing, like, is he ever going to be an owner, you think? Or is he kind of just going to stick with what he's got going on uh, at Amazon and kind of try to build that up in the next 10 years or so? I think at Amazon, he's kind of stepped away a little bit, um, mm. kind of like Bob Iger did at Disney. But, I mean, maybe... Maybe he gets Bob. back involved there. I think that would be certainly Bob's back, though. Thing. Yeah, all the way. Bob's back. Right, right. And you know, I wonder. Like now that we know for sure, Bezos is not going to buy the Commanders. Which I, maybe that same thing happens at Amazon. We'll see. But I, I never got the sense he was really in this at all. His name was in it mostly for media, but like, Us. I never really got the feel that he was in it because, like you said, if he was in it, he would be like, okay. You know, just under six, like, all right, how about seven? Like, he would have and – I'm, and I'm sure there is a point where at some point Snyder would be like, all right, I'll just take all of your money because it's going to be more than everyone else. The one that people sort of wonder about is at some point are the Seahawks sold and is that mm. the team that he ends up grabbing? Like, I don't know that, that that's going to happen. A lot of big money up there in Seattle, around right? the league. Yeah. Like, they Palmer. believe the Seahawks would be the team – at some point in the probably not that near future. Is that where he's from? Uh, I think so. I would have to look on the internet. I wonder I'm why sure the has would be the reason why he would buy a team. Like, he, I know he invested a ton of money into the Kraken's uh, hockey arena up there, so I do think he has some ties to the area. Huh. That's very nice. You'd think we would this notice. Guy might bring basketball back, too. Zito just said something to me. Born in New Mexico. New Mexico. Okay. okay. So that's close. Got it. So that was an interesting give and take there between me and Zito. Did you hear the new? He said New Mexico and then Mexico. Uh, I think he said New Mexico. New Mexico twice. Didn't hear the th- the third word of that sentence. Oh. So I didn't know if he was saying New Mexico or Old Mexico. Because mm. if Jeff Bezos from, was from Old Mexico, I thought that would be something that, <laughs> that I would have like, known. So that was a whole thing that happened right there. Zito, thank you for the information. Update. He started Amazon in a garage in Washington and and basically created the business plan on the drive from New York to Seattle. Okay. All right. So Seattle holds a special place in his heart. Why not buy the Seahawks? Especially with the way that stadium's already built. Yeah. You're getting dropped into something that is Perfect. magical. And that practice facility right there on the water. Ooh. Oh, it's beautiful. It's awesome. It is beautiful. Awesome. Uh, Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Rabshi, there's been some rumors circulating with the Jets because they missed out on OBJ that they might be in on D-Hop now and take a run at him. Do you think that's true? And then also, is that another trade we're looking at like two weeks from now when it's around draft time? I uh, have not heard the Jets with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I don't we'll, – so, you know, the Jets have – I mean, they signed two receivers in free agency. They might still draft one. They still have Corey Davis. Um, obviously, Garrett Wilson is, I think, going to be really, really good maybe. Um, I think they're actually okay, a receiver. I viewed Odell as more of like a 
cherry on the top of the the thing, you know? Sure. Um, So I don't think they're going to replace not getting Odell with something. I think he would have been like almost extra. Um, As far as D-Hop, you know, if a trade was going to happen, probably closer to the draft. I do think it's still possible. I know there's still teams interested. I know those talks are going on. But like the draft is probably the time. So I think, you know, as you get closer, a week, two weeks, maybe it's like, is a trade going to happen? Yes or no? And either it will or it'll be like, he's going to be here. Yes, Pat. No, nah, I was pointing Ian. at AJ's question. We do it every time. Welcome to the show. Fucking A. Uh, Ian, <laughs> you, you mentioned Seattle possibly being a, a destination for Bezos to go after. Are there any other teams out there? Like, if you had to make a guess of what the next team to sell in the NFL, we know this doesn't happen very often. Who could it be? I mean, I would. Besides Seattle, I don't have a good one. Um, Charge. I, you know, I think at some point Seattle. I just when when Paul Allen unfortunately died, I think nice a peace, lot Paul. of people thought that it was going to happen peace. soon, and it's not. And now I don't get the sense that his sister wants to sell anytime soon. I just think eventually it'll probably happen, and that would probably be the team. Mm. But it's seems to be probably in the not that near future, if I had to guess. Okay, hey, who knows? The more Bezoses that get created. Yeah. We just learned Bezos' mom is Cuban, by the way. Wow. Nice. Yeah, cu- wow. cu- Cuban-American. Oh, his father is Cuban. Father? And he's adopted. Father's father. I don't know what that's Zito. I mean, <laughs> Zito's obviously Cuban. Got so We got it nailed down. Zito, obviously a Cuban man. Jesus. So he's very, I mean, there was a very excited drop yeah. into yeah. my ear there. Quick. His mom's yeah. Cuban. His mom's Cuban. His mom's Cuban. But then as I'm speaking that right there, uh, dad, actually Cuban and adopted. So I don't know if Jeff was adopted, sure. if dad was adopted. Uh-huh. If his adopted family was Cuban or if his adopted family Jeff, adopted uh, Cuban Jeff was child. adopted at four years old. Okay. His father is a uh, Cuban descent uh, immigrant. Hef Bezos. He is... Uh, Miguel, I believe, Hef-Bezos. was his dad's so, name. So hold on, though. His, um, so his adopted dad or his... Sorry, Jeff, Jeff is adopted. Jeff is adopted. But so his, his adopted family is Cuban? Yes, Okay, got it. Okay, so he grew he up is, in the Cuban world pretty much. Is That's he why he's so successful. Cuban? Yeah, and he's yacht right now. Yeah, right he's jocked yeah. in a yacht right now. You know, I think all those guys you're talking about, how you know Bob Iger stepped away and then he came back. I think it happened back in the day to Steve, right? And then sure. Steve Jobs mm-hmm. came back. I think those uber successful, super brilliant human beings, like they get antsy. I think you can only be, mm-hmm. you know, doing whatever you're doing away from work for a bit. So I can't wait to see what Jeff Bezos dives back into. Yes. Unless he's just going to be jocked on a boat for the rest of his life. That would be the first time, though, one of those right. uber geniuses just kind of did nothing. That you know yacht I mean? he has. It's pretty nice. Dude, yeah, I mean, I would, if you're going to get – no, jocked. he's jacked. I mean, he is – that must be great to just – if I was that jacked, I'd definitely walk around the office yeah. all the time, which I don't really have an office, so maybe just my house. Well, the yacht is his office. It is. The yacht is his office, and every time he's on his office, office, there's people taking photos of him, and he's always shirtless and so jocked. Congrats. It's funny how that happens. I would be excited to see if he does get into the NFL, how that changes things, because Jeff is a good businessman. You know, he will try to win and he will try to have success very quickly. Who knows what the new money is going to do? There's some reports coming out of Houston about some different conversations before the draft year. One of them, hey, they're not that interested in maybe a quarterback. Another one that came out is that word on the street via... Michael Lombardi told us, and uh, he heard from others, Casario might be out of Houston after the draft. That's kind of rumbling on the internet right now from numerous different people. What do you know about that, and what does the future look like for Houston? 
Uh, I don't believe there's any validity to the Casario rumor. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I don't and I, I don't see why he would leave. That seems like an awesome situation, and I have zero belief that they are going to move on for him at all. Um, okay. The other one oh, that is was pretty Lombo. Lombo. He just kind of dunked on. Him. Yeah, but Lombo said that he was just what he was hearing. I don't know if he meant that that was breaking news, but it was like being talked about. Profile, I think Florio. Oh yeah, it was. Because that would be forward. huge news. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. To your point, Ian, that would be a massive move that would come out of nowhere post draft, right, right after the draft. You're saying also, that- I don't know why it would be. I mean, he's set the thing up pretty good to be successful. I mean, what's that? He set the thing up pretty good to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. He got a lot of draft picks. What is your problem? He got. Oh, you know, Why do you laugh after I said, the, what's that? I just didn't hear you. It dropped out. Yeah, because it's not like the Texans has been on fire for any of the last three years. Yeah, but one one fish, yeah. two fish, red fish, blue fish. That's right. Was that calling thing. the shots. The quarterback just standing on the sidelines for an entire year. Yeah, bread, the mm-hmm. body, the bread, yeah. blood, the wine. Mm-hmm. That was out. That's out now. Now it's all ball. What's that? Yeah, all ball. But you just said, no, nah, just- shut up, not real. Yeah. That's that's a, that's your actual feeling in the whole situation because of how alarming it sounds, and you have not heard anything of validity of any of that? I have heard that it is not valid. How about quarterback at two? That one, I am not – I cannot deny that one. Like, oh. I, I'm not saying anything's going to happen, but, like, I am – that of all the draft rumors, and, like, you know this world, like, you got to look into everything, like – at least it's an interesting one, and nobody there, and like it's not like Nick Casario is going to share literally anyone. Like, I do not believe no one there has said like that's ridiculous. Will Anderson is a very good player. If the Texans took him at two, it would be surprising, but like he's good enough to where you'd be like, okay, well that value makes sense. But then it's like they still need a quarterback. Yeah, and maybe they're going to like wait to get one at twelve or move up from there. But like history shows. If you like a quarterback, just take him because nothing is worth losing. That's why the Giants ended up taking Daniel Jones in the top 10 when a lot of people thought they'd wait till 17. Like, just take him. History also shows us we have no fucking clue if any of these guys are going to be good. (laughs) I mean, no idea. Yeah, it could be a fourth rounder. Could be pick 199. Could be a first overall pick. Could be 15, 16. Honestly, you have no clue. What? 267 or whatever. Yeah. Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, yeah, Mr. Blue Last Purdy. Pick. Yeah, Brock Purdy. I don't know how many picks are in the Mr. draft. Because the Dolphins lost one. Yeah. This oh, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This because the owner, remember, the owner was calling Tom Brady saying, get the fuck out of New England. Yeah. I got a team for sale down here in Miami. Remember that? I do remember that. So they don't have a pick. It <laughs> was like 85 years ago, by the way. They don't have a pick. That kind of all, that story all wraps up after this draft. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have draft, a draft night going to be just a couple minutes shorter this year. How long? This one's going to be a long one, huh? Because there's a lot of different opinions on players, you think? Because some of these drafts. Oh, boy. La- last year moved, though. Quick. Yeah. Last yeah. year, seemingly, people knew what they wanted a little bit more. And well, this one. No quarterbacks either. Like, that was kind of the big thing, right? Kenny, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 20. And, yeah. and he was it. But now, if you got five guys potentially going in the top 15 or whatever, like, we might have a lot of. Teams using all 10 minutes on the clock. Holy shit. Breaking news while we're live here with Ian Rappaport. Ian, we have to talk about this because we owe it to the program. Adam Schefter's reporting that Canadian billionaire Steve Apostropopoulos (laughs) 
and his yep. family are still in the mix for the commanders, with one source telling ESPN, that's a head-to-head race. It's anyone's game. Wow. wow. I do know that Stevie A here, yep. okay, mm-hmm. was not on the Today Show last week saying, hey, Dan Snyder is an awesome human being. Magic Johnson was. Yep. Is that a part of the gamesmanship that's taking place between these two mega billionaires to get the commanders? And how happy is Dan Snyder? And how many other people do you think are potentially in the race still at this point, even though Sportico reported that a deal has already been finished between Josh Harris and Dan Snyder? That is a stronger denial of the Sportico report than uh, I offered. Because oh. um, that would indicate there's no deal anywhere at all. Um I have not heard that. My understanding is Josh Harris is nearing a deal. I'm not denying that. I'm sure he has good sources. I just, uh, I have not heard that that is the case. Hmm. But it does sort of indicate that there's nothing final and done. Uh, But maybe in the coming days, we'll get an answer. What's Astropolis? What is he, uh, what business is uh, Stevie A in? You know, I am I am not quite familiar with the uh, Canadian billionaire, uh, nor how to pronounce his name. If we're being completely honest, yeah, I butchered it a few times. If he ends up in the league, I apologize. But Gyros, Steve Apostolopoulos, 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 Apostolopoulos. Steve Apostolopoulos. Boom. Okay, we got there. Is Canadian billionaire businessman. He's born in Toronto as the son of late Greek Canadian businessman Andreas Apostolopoulos. He is the managing partner of a real estate firm, Triple Group of Companies, the founder of an equity firm, Six Ventures, and co-founder of a credit card. Okay. So Apostolopoulos, Apostolopoulos, <laughs> Apostolopoulos, Apostolopoulos has cake, I'd assume. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of money. Founder of an equity, which has a bunch of other people's money in there as well, mm-hmm. a bunch of the richest people's money. Yep. And then also founder of credit card. Anytime you're in the money world and you're founder of something, you have a lot of it. You kind of have to. Shout out to Apostolopoulos coming into the game mm-hmm. potentially here late. I can tell you this is good information because on March 22nd, I think the connect here is that Brian Wendy Windhorse reported that Brian that Wiswasopolis uh, did submit a six billion dollar bid. So if Wendy's reporting it, then you know it's yeah. But that was Canadian. We're talking USD here. Well, we need cold hard true. cash. That means they probably actually offered seven point something yeah. billion American if they're offering six billion Canadian. That would that was always a wide wake up whenever you go into Canada, then come back into Canada. I go into Canada. America's winning on a Friday. Yeah. Come out on a Sunday. All of a sudden, Canada's winning. I lose both ways and in the casino. Mm. Thank God Niagara Falls is a good time. We can't thank you enough for joining us. I understand you'll probably. Learn about Apostolopoulos, and uh, thank you for all the news, Ian. Have an incredible weekend. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the wedding. Congratulations, uh, Pat, on the speech. Take a deep breath before you get out there, because sometimes when there's a lot of eyes on you, you get out of breath. Just take, like, a deep breath before you start going. Okay, I'll try to manage my nerves. I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rapport. Bro, Apostolopoulos is not fucking around. No, not at all. (laughs) I think we got it, right? Yeah, Yeah. Apostolopoulos. Apostolopoulos. Yep. Apostolopolis. Yep. That was it. Apostolopolis. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Uh, how about that last one? <laughs> the last one was. Man, I pronounce that thing 17 different ways. It's <laughs> a tough name. Greek names are Good very though. difficult. Yeah, long, too. Now, and what I also learned is, man, I don't know anything about any billionaires other than Americans. No. You know? Rumor has it he actually created poutine as well. Okay. Good oh, fries. That's oh, huge. Yeah. Holy Delicious shit. Delicious. a couple Tim Hortons. Yeah, King Timmy's. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. 
Congrats to Apostolopoulos coming south of the border and fucking yeah. making a play in the capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you imagine Apostolopoulos in the capital, Canadian oh. billionaire? Oh, my God. Oh, the relations would be so much better. It would. Yes. I wonder if Apostolopoulos is for or against Canada putting masks back on. Because I think then we'll learn a lot about how Gumpy feels about Apostolopoulos. <laughs> but nonetheless, congrats to all successful Canadians that have come to America. Yeah. <laughs> I assume he's against it. <laughs> Uh, so Andreas Apostolopoulos was a Greek Canadian billionaire businessman as well. This is the father. He is best known for his ownership of the Silver Dome. What? Oh my God! The Flint, Michigan tropics. Hell yeah, brother! Oh, Rich. Welcome to the Silver oh. Dome, brothers. Apostolopoulos has been around. He created Greek town. Riches. I've been to Greek town. Greek town's good time. Let's go. Okay. Apostolopoulos family likes to have a good time. They like to do things right. If they get into the NFL, we'll be excited about it. And we literally just learned about their existence. Three minutes ago. Yeah, great names, too. Lopolis is like the Greek version of Eni in Italian. Really? That's what it feels like. Lop- Not lo- I think Opolis. I think Opolis. O-U-P-O-L-O-S? Opolis? Or is it Lopolis? Greek names are awesome. Oh, yeah. Greek names are tough. Italian names can get you every once in a while. What other names? Um, Russian, like those Russian Eastern Italian. Europe names. Russian, yeah. Kuznetsov. A lot of ofs in that one. Apostolopoulos. Apostolopoulos. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we did it. Has played every minute of all five matches. This Ooh, week. I don't know. I don't know if you're Greek center back Apostolopoulos. Probably this guy's, I mean. Might be yeah, his nephew. Yeah. yeah, we have no idea if it's part of the Silver Dome founding family or not. I but mean, if he's anchoring the Rhinos defense, we know he's an Apostolopoulos. Yeah, he's a dog, dude. Yeah. All right, let's get to a break. Uh, hour three will be on the other side. We'll answer some phone calls. We'll also have Pac-Man attempt to do a giveaway here Ooh. on this Nick's Getting Hitched Thursday. AJ, have you thought about Nick getting married because you're not going to be there? Have you had to visualize it to act like you'd be with all all the lads having a good time celebrating a little bit of love? Have you thought about it at all? Prick. Yeah, I have. I'm, I'm trying to work somebody in there to FaceTime the whole time so I can watch the whole ceremony. Oh, like that little uh, robot thing that they have on the laundry commercial. Yeah, yeah. I could probably do that for him. Just put a, Danny, we'll put a please. We'll put a laptop on a stick. Yeah. Put it in my front pocket. Sweet. He's got a front row seat. Once again. Oh, Pio, that'd be awesome, right? From your point of view, con man. If it's anything like an electric car, you're in trouble. Well, we're not gonna drive it state to state. Yeah. <laughs> it's still run by battery. Battery could True. die on both the FaceTime machine yeah. and on the robot that's driving AJ. We'll around. do a long extension cord, so no matter what, we'll be plugged uh, in. Bro, nice. think about the head that we're gonna put on that thing. Oh. With your face in the middle of it, mm-hmm. I would just be a gigantic cranium sitting on a, yeah. one of those. Well, uh, we could take home plate from PNC Park and put it on. Good. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Pirates need it. They're playing good. Oh, I just, no, they were. Yeah. Oh, yes. Do you want to address the uh, oh, elephant no. in the room? or? Oh, no. What happened? For 16 years, a team in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Representing a sport in a league in the highest, highest of fashions. Here, here. A Mount Rushmore player adopted a city and a city adopted he. And for over a decade and a half, they would fucking go dancing into the playoffs. It was the longest active streak of any professional sports team on playoff berths, any of the leagues, including these pickleball leagues. Mm -hmm. The fives ain't fucking done it 16 times straight. Gary Vee might be able to get them to do it someday, but that day is at least... A decade and a half from now. Greatness personified. The Pittsburgh Penguins have missed the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. Sick taps. Good run. Sick taps. Good that run. That can't happen. The NHL cannot let that happen. 
It happened. Yeah, they can. They put, uh, I seen it on the internet last night. Sidney Crosby, he has to be. The playoffs are six months long. They need him. This is the only hockey that matters. Yeah. Okay? This is the only hockey that the world sees. And the player that has carried the NHL on his shoulders. Three Stanley Cups, one gold medal for Astopolopoulos. Yeah. That's right. Two gold medals. Look at that. For Apostolopoulos' country up there. Mm-hmm. One time beating America. Didn't love it. No. That was tough. But I was impressed with the way he was playing in the biggest moments. Never did any interviews. Nobody knew he existed a decade and a half. Carried that team on his shoulders. And now we're eyeing down a potential rebuild and certainly a GM getting fired. Yeah. yeah. And he can't help but look back and just be proud of what the boys accomplished. And look back uh, thankful for the moments in which we were very boozed up. And Lorda would come into the bar that we were at on the south side of Pittsburgh. Numerous different years. Mm-hmm. Those were glory days. Yeah. Feels like those days were long ago. And that's how long they've been good for. Thank you, Pittsburgh Penguins, for everything you did. Now, that being said, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, welcome to Red Wings City. That's what we are. We're not even invited to the dance. We are the Detroit Red Wings all of a sudden. Yeah, not quite. The Red Wings did 25 years in a row, so you guys were close. Yeah, there was 14. Okay, yeah, everybody made it. Everybody made it. Everybody made it. Well, how many teams are in the league? Six. How many people make the playoffs? Oh, six. No, this wasn't that long. All right, okay. But still, it was before the salary cap. No one cares. It wasn't that long. Oh, okay, so no one cares before the salary cap. Glad to hear that, Nick. The other thing, too, that you can kind of find the little silver lining in is kind of like. Maybe now Sid, you know, he can go somewhere and maybe win a cup with another team that's at the top of the league. He's not you know, maybe next year he decides, you know what, I do want to play for an original six team in the Boston Bruins. They're the reigning defending Stanley Cup champions, and you know they only care about hockey. And then he just gets shipped up to Boston, and we can all root for the Bruins. Shipping up, up to Boston, Sidney Crosby, and Tanger. Listen, Tanger and Sid aren't going anywhere, but I do believe going into the season we thought this team might be a little bit too slow to have success because this team looks a lot like last year's team, and last year's team was a little bit too slow to have success. Yeah. Have they just gotten old? I haven't watched them. Yeah, AJ, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. They're not dead, so they're getting older. Yes. It's not about them getting old, too. It's like Nick, they, do you have anything to say about this before all this slander yeah. continues? What was that, Connor? It's not- like, I mean, they lost season on the line. They lost to the second-worst team in hockey, 5-2, to two, at home. It's it might be even, broken, too. Yeah. They're old. It might be broken mentally. But the guys are still playing good that are the guys. I don't want to. Oh, last time that happened was fucking when the Colts went down to clown town. Oh, boy. It right. was. Okay, so the Penguins on the Colts. Yeah, but the Colts on the road. Pens are at home. Yeah, oh, fair. so it's worse. Um, Nick, any thoughts about the Pittsburgh Penguins' uh, era of greatness and era of us just being able to talk shit to anybody at any moment? That was so much fun. Hockey people, not everywhere. You run into a hockey person, know they're wearing any hat. Fuck you. Your team stinks. Pittsburgh Penguins are the greatest team on earth. I could say that for the last decade and a half, and there was a chance that we would win it. You know, yeah. some years we were too slow, not going to make a run. But there was most years, yeah, we could potentially go win this. That was those were fun times. We talked a lot of shit, Nick. Now it seems like we're in a spot where we can't do it anymore. We sure did, Pat. But there's nothing to be ashamed of. They right. they maximized the potential. Three Stanley Cups what? in their lifetimes. Uh, uh, hey, and the big yeah. guys are still going. We don't know if they fire that GM and they retool that roster if- the right way. Yeah, I mean when. When they fire, Ron I don't like Hextall. calling for people's jobs. But I hey, will. Pal, you made I want his head worse. on a spike. <laughs> Jesus, allegedly, that's a metaphor. Love. Or like, 
you know, riot out of the city. Not actually. Jesus. Sid Crosby winning? still scored 91 points this season. He's still an elite playmaker. Evgeny Malkin, over a point a game. The big guys are still getting it done. They had no help from the supporting cast. It was absolutely abysmal. They were getting caved in. The analytics showed it. The eye test showed it. You retool that bottom six. You give those guys some complimentary players to help them out a little bit. They're still a damn good team in the NHL. Hell yeah. It's not over. Sorry well, about it. Just took a year off like when LeBron went out to L.A. and he was drinking booze yeah, before yeah. he was going into the game. Sidney Crosby wasn't boozing before these games. No. But, yeah, maybe he let a ball just roll out of bounds, you know, on an inbound pass. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe something slipped by. Maybe the goalies that have played for the Pens the last few years just forget how to play hockey in certain yeah. times. Louis DeMint. You want to get back on top? You fire this GM. Mm-hmm. There's one woman for the job, and she shares the namesake of That's the really current GM. About that, you That's bring in Leah Hextall, and I guarantee you guys will be hoisting Lord Stanley. I appreciate where time. you're coming from. And we don't I, want any plagiarism. Okay, not only that, with obviously stealing the current GM's last name, I think they're in the family, and you know maybe a call or two every once in a while. It's yeah. going to happen. But and slides at home. A lot of mic time. Mm-hmm. I think the city of Pittsburgh, Penguins fans more specifically. Sick of all Hextalls. Not Leah's fault. Oh. Okay. Not Leah Hextall's fault. Okay. Ron's fault. Where's he from? Ron Hextall? What what country is he from? I think he's Canadian. I don't okay. know. Okay. Why don't we while we're getting rid of him, he could take his Canadian fr- friend who calls plays for the Steelers. They could both get the fuck out of town. Yeah. Matt Canada? Yeah. Not from I don't think he's considered Canadian. Well, in my book. Sure. What if at the family sure. reunion they call it a Canadian affair? My book, they're tied together. At <laughs> same, the hip. same. All right. Mario can stay, though. Mario. Sid can stay. Mario well, stayed the city. He can stay. Canadians have done a lot of good for Pittsburgh as well. We understand that. Yeah, Sid's going north, but not Oh, yeah, Canada. not at all Canadian. He's going to Boston. Let's get to a break. <laughs> it's sad, AJ. I just think it's a travesty if Sidney Crosby is not in the playoffs for the whole league. Nah, it's okay. We don't care anymore. It's a new era, and that's Pasta and McDavid. <laughs> Sorry. Was it Ron a flyer, too? This is an inside fucking job. What? He was a goalie for the Flyers, but his father, his father, was a uh, Pittsburgh Penguin back in the day. So. Nice. It's in his blood. He was a Flyer, though? Yes. He's got to win to get in. Mm-hmm. Had two games to get in? <laughs> yeah, two. yeah, that's all we had to do, Pack. <clears throat> and they played the second worst team. LeBron in the got in. We're talking about the same caliber of player. All right. You named that. Well, AJ, the Pe- right. Penguins are playing the Blue Jackets tonight. Well, you should go pay your respect. 95% of the NHL doesn't get oh, in the playoffs. Jackets Jeez. aren't doing too well this year. The Blackhawks were 26, 49, and 6, and Black you lost to Jeez, Louise. Wow. Also, Sid didn't have the worst plus minus on his team, okay, like LeBron, but. Yeah, we'll Let's it's, get to a break. Wonder who holds that streak now, that playoff streak. I don't know because no one cared about anything before oh, the salary cap era. So, you guys have the most wins since 2005. Which Nick just said, no one cared about hockey before 2005, which makes me feel great. Cool. Add it to your little thing. Yeah, and you more, guys should hang a banner or something for that. That'd more, be cool. We are hanging a banner and more wins than Sydney. What's Crosby. going on? What's going on? What just happened here? You're hanging a banner? So due to the, uh, and maybe I read this wrong because I read it was tonight and we are away tonight, uh, but due to breaking <laughs> the most important, you know, stat in NHL history, uh, the Bruins will be raising a banner based on how many wins they've had this year. No way. An original uh-huh. 16 will be no. raising a banner no, for that. No, no hey, you hey, got got. This is a McCockner. Yeah. Yeah, might be. But if it's not. If you not, don't win, it doesn't matter. If you don't win, who cares? No ring doesn't mean a thing. You know what they say. 
There we go, Con. Regular season's all that matters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to Peyton Manning and the boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody up there. Original six team, a lot of cups. Hanging a banner for a regular season record. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's celebrate these things. Yeah, I mean, you would never, get a ring. You never know anything about being an original 16, but I, again, right. I, I'm not sure exactly what is going on up there. No matter what, I just hope they wait, hang a two sided banner. One side has the wins, the other side has That's the, the cup. Because at that point, it would be what? We do got to figure out a team that I'm going to root for. Kidding me? Bet on. Oh, we want Jackie Aces. Just had the guy on yesterday. What about Texas Hockey? Entertainment episode. Yeah, but world. dude, watching the Bruins play, you're like, that team's fucking burning everybody. Yeah. And- I, I, I mean, I was talking about this to Nick at this point. Obviously, it's the Cup. But if they lose in the conference finals or the first or second, it, it's going to be heartbreaking. Number three of the program starts now. No. no. Is in the air. Adam Pacman Jones joined in with Woo. one half of the hammer. Don Cowboys Tone Diggs and the Toxic Table at Boston Connor and Ty Schmidt. As they said love as the beat dropped. The only human that didn't say it was the other person on the screen. He's to my left, your right. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, right. a Ryder Cup champion, and a man that just fails to go all in with the team. Yeah, always. Every AJ time. Hawk. Yeah. Oh. Good to be here. You don't like love, dude? You don't like the fact that Nick has found the person that he wants to spend yeah. forever with? And Well, how about it, maybe if I if someone gives me a little bit of an alert of what the word is, the word of the day is, because knew it, it changes daily. Now. You knew it yeah. from the last hour, okay? Yeah. You were on and you heard it last hour, so don't act like you didn't know. Listen, some, sometimes we're going to have to be able to make audibles and adjustments on the fly, and you're just going to have to know it, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, some offenses, you got to be reading the defense the same exact way. Yeah. Okay? You, that needs to happen here. All right, AJ? Okay. Yeah, remember we tried this one other time when I tried to jump in with you on this and you guys played a trick on Go back to the beginning. And All right, hey, it's I love. Not right. to be. It's what love. hour yeah. is this? What it, hour? Is this the first hour? It's hour, love. Please, the third hour. Love. Same exact time we are right now. Yes. That was actually just a commercial that was pre-recorded. That everything you just saw was not live. Nope. That was all a pre-recorded commercial. You said he's not doing it. We just, no, but we just recorded he this. Will. What do you mean he's not doing it? We recorded this four days ago. That's right. Yeah. We knew that I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm in. Okay, sweet. So, Foxy, let's have this commercial end right now, mm-hmm. and let's uh, let's kick off the third hour of the program here Perfect. on this uh, beautiful Thursday, April thirteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Hey, why? Let's go. Hey! This show fucking stinks. And the fact that you listen, we are very, very thankful for it. AJ, never cease to amaze me with your toxicity, pal. You got a couple of these? God damn it! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Fuck Boston Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this holy shit, Nick's getting married Thursday, April 13th, 2023. Hour three of the program starts now. Nailed yeah. it. You guys are ter- terrible teammates. Yeah. Terrible teammates. I'm did it, did it, did it. I nailed it. We wouldn't have been able to hear Congrats, you. Nick. Congrats, Nick. Not a lot of emphasis and or enthusiasm. No. Uh, on that, I said I would say it. I didn't. I didn't. You didn't like demand how much enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm not demanding anything. I'm just yeah. asking you to buy in. Yeah, you got to meet this. I, I bought in, halfway. and you guys all backed out. So there we go. I wanted to hear you. Didn't want to step over you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if this is the first day you ever watch this show? <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> yeah, you can say that any day. That'd be great. Yeah, I know. Certainly to kick off an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. You know, just hit the whole. 
so confused. Wait, was that not live? Was it really commercial? Was that pre-recorded? Yeah. <laughs> what did happen? Imagine if we did. That would be like um, um, breaking Inception. the fourth wall. No, what's his name? <laughs> the landing on the moon. We went moon. Jimmy Carey. Andy. Co- oh, Andy Kaufman. Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. That would be an Andy Kaufman move. Just do a whole thing that looks like it's live. Mm-hmm. And then saying, oh, that's actually a pre-recorded commercial. Let's go to the show now. And then wearing something completely different, but doing it for like 25 minutes. Yep. And then going back to it. That would be an Andy Kaufman move. We're not that intelligent, but I do know there's a lot of things we have to talk about to wrap up this glorious week around the NFL. Keyshawn Johnson said on NFL Live yesterday something that I think we were maybe pondering about a few weeks ago. Sean Payton, listen, he ain't going to fuck around with quarterback not playing good. Keyshawn Johnson brought that to light, and we believe it to be true. Sean Payton, the only reason why he said, not the only reason, the biggest reason why he picked the Denver Broncos. Obviously, they have the richest owner in the sport, but also he said ownership, GM, head coach aligned. Everything that Sean Payton would potentially need or want to have success, they would basically give it to him. He has signed the most recent deal there. I know Russell Wilson has signed a big deal. They bring Sean Payton in after Russell Wilson has signed his big deal. Sean Payton was not there when they signed Russell Wilson. Sean Payton wants to have success with Russell Wilson, but Sean Payton, if Russell Wilson stinks, which there were some games last year where... Many games. Was it him? Was it the offense? Was it a head coach? Was it the situation? Yeah. We have no idea what it was. You think Sean Payton would be able to pull the trigger and say, you know what, Russ? Here's a clipboard. We have a guy now on the field that can throw and make completions because that's literally what my offense is. I need the quarterback to complete the right passes in a in a bucket, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yep. You think Sean Payton would be able to do that like what Keyshawn Johnson said yesterday on NFL Live? Yeah, I think if anybody, any head coach in the league has the juice to do that, to sit Russell Wilson down, it would be Sean Payton. But I don't know. It, there would have to be, uh, what, 10 weeks of poor play in a row to them even think about replacing him. Also, who do you put in? And then what's his contract look like? Can they even sit this guy? What do you think? I'm sure they could. They would have to pay him a lot of money. I mean, it would be quite a stand. But to your point, be who you can afford to be. Sean Payton's one of the only people I think that people would be like, yeah. Yeah, that's what Sean Payton thinks. Russ is going to be better. No matter what, he's going to be better this year than last year. But how oh, you much think better Hackett sucks? Payton okay, got it. Make wow. it. I'm saying Russ obviously did not like that system or didn't like Can't something going on. It was terrible. What do you think about Russell Wilson's performance last year and then with Sean Payton, how he'll do? Well, the performance, the less, less was it less ride or less roll? Yeah, let's ride. ride. Let's ride. 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 That was so sweet. So sweet. Yeah, it was kind so of like cool. the, they didn't ride anywhere. Awesome. They got in a car. Yeah. The ride wasn't good. The electric was car. Did you tell him that, Pat? Yeah, I told him. I, I told I said live last year that he played like shit. He did. Oh, I thought I meant. I meant. Did Where, you give him Seattle? that tagline? The Let's Ride. Oh, oh no, I ain't give him the, the, that tagline. But that was a billion dollar tagline. He said, Let's <laughs> ride. Genius. <laughs> Boom. Hey, but fucking hey, dude. What is it now? Buck him up. What is it now? This is an artifact now. I, I buck you, I believe, or buck up. Oh, buck him. Buck him. Buck him. Buck, I believe. buck him. I got sent this from the Broncos. Like big shout out to the Broncos. We appreciate the hell out of you. Yeah. With that being said, this took over the internet. For yeah. good reasons, yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. For good, positive reasons, not mockery reasons Colleges at all. started to do it. I'm quite sure they ain't saying that shit this year with Sean Payton. No, he said yeah. buck em, I think. Buck em. Like, yeah, yeah like, buck. actually, I believe he said buck em, and he said, hey, pass the bucking ball. He, he mm-hmm. Like, he was using buck as fuck yeah. very clearly, and I enjoyed it. But the hype around this was because everybody thought Russell Wilson and the Broncos were going to be great. Remember. That roster was supposed to win a Super Bowl if they just got a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. They go get a good quarterback. A quarterback who has never won an MVP, right? That was the topic of conversation every mm-hmm. single time he played football. Never had a first-place vote, vote, right? Isn't that what his whole yeah. thing? Yeah, like that was a big story, but he was a good player, everybody assumed. 
And then he goes, that was abysmal. It was terrible. It was terrible to watch. He stunk. Was it Hackett, you think? Was it the offense? Will he be able to learn a brand new offense yet again, third one in three years? Like, there's so many different questions that go into it. But we all assume Sean Payton will be able to get the best out of Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, Hackett was definitely part of it. But, like, Russ did not look the same last year. We talked so many times on either Mondays or Tuesdays or, you know, the following day after they played. And, like, you just looked at several of his throws. It's like... What the fuck is this guy doing? Like, he has not done this shit before. We always talked about how pretty his deep ball was when he was in Seattle. Out of the moon, from the moon. Yeah, moon ball right into a bucket. And then, like, it was, the, it was the Colts game where, you know, there's a terrible score. They drive down, they get Ooh. into the red zone, they have a chance to put it away. And he goes right at Stephon Gilmore two times in a row. Second time, Gilmore picks him off. It's just, like, little shit like that that just made no sense. And maybe Hackett was a huge part of that. Hey, those moon balls, a problem for a corner? And why do you think we didn't see it? That takes a lot of arm strength, does it not? Yeah, but he was on the motion a lot when he was in Seattle. I mean, on the move a lot in Seattle. You can see this past year he was throwing from the pocket a lot. What does that do to you guys? Well, certain quarterbacks don't do good just sitting in the pocket. He only, my height. What's that? uh, 5'10", maybe. Maybe. Uh, Six feet. uh, No, I'm sorry. 5'10", 5'11", okay? Yeah, 5'12". It's hard for me to see over the the line. These guys are 6'6", 6'5", 6'1", 6'2". So I like to do play action, get out on the outside of the pocket. That way I can throw the big moon ball, you know, which is play action nine times out of ten is that ball open. Hmm. You know, the DB is looking in the backfield or got sucked up on the play. Oh, oh can't oh, be getting sucked, sucked up. up. Yeah. It can't be getting sucked up, dude. Huh? Keep it tight. That's right. Yeah, did Russ have any surgeries or anything in the offseason? Was he was he dinged up that we don't Shoulder, know about? He's, he's swag, that. I think he – Yeah. Swag <laughs> infusion. Lose he, some yeah, weight. Yeah, I think he did have a little bit of a swag <laughs> infusion. Good. I think cool. he lost some weight. He's cool. at OTAs. You know, he's showing up unlike, you know, some guys. He was the first one there, actually, I read. Yeah, yeah he, had that, he had a moxie shake, didn't he? Like, some yeah. people yep. were drinking milkshakes. Yep. And he, he didn't went, have what? his Broncos jersey. He had his college jersey on. And he came out of that fucking monster truck. Yeah. That right. he drove to training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he had some surgeries, I guess, depending upon what you're talking about. You know, I don't know if he had any injuries. He did add a lot to his game. The good man brand came mm-hmm. around. That's right. Yeah. But but Team 3's gone, right? In Denver, they're not allowed in the facility. Is that correct? Team 3 might be gone, but 3? The other surgery, no office. Is always going to be there. Oh, anyway. Yes. What a truck. Nice truck. What is, is electric? Pac-Man, just real quick. I don't <laughs> think that's electric. I don't think that's oh, electric. Fuck. Look at that antenna on the back. What is that? That thing goes underwater, bro. That's for service. Yeah. If you're out there in the middle of nowhere, you pal, you're camping in, in that thing. You can, you can go in six feet of water. That's why his, his exhaust is up top. That's Hell awesome. yeah. A little snorkel on that thing. Yeah, yep. that's so he can look up plays, any type of film he wants. That's why the antenna. <laughs> so it's actually, that antenna is actually a uh, flat screen. That yeah. pops up mm-hmm. and spins in front of the car while he's driving. Yep. So Whoa. that there's no wasted time watching film. Genius. Just a, a movie dangerous. theater right in front of him while he's driving home. Pac, have you ever seen somebody wear their own jersey to training camp? Never in my life. And me neither. We that was my biggest takeaway. Truck new team. He's excited though. New Bro, colors, new you, team. Have you would you wear your jersey to AJ, training camp? Yeah, sure. AJ? AJ did. I did it every year. Yeah, they just never took my picture. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have. I was yelling at them to do it, but they didn't. Every Why day. not? They didn't want to waste any fucking so frames wore, on you, pal? You wore your practice I was, jerseys every day. No, no, it's game, 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 game jerseys. Game, game, yeah. tight. You know how game jerseys look so good with no pads on, just real tight and long? Yeah, I wore that. And then... High uh, black, right? Kevin, um, 
I started putting eye black on after the third or fourth Green. year. I wouldn't get any attention for it. So yeah. Kevin Green would do the same thing. He'd wear like his Steeler. You guys, would, he'd be like, "Hey, did a J brother?" He yeah, would. he would. KG do- would. KG had the biggest this <laughs> chopper with the huge handlebars. Oh man, that dude is the man. I'm so 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 upset he's gone. I do think we should clarify that AJ is uh, talking out of his fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. Whenever he says that he would what wear, because pe- like. Oh yeah, yeah. If, my bad. If, so I don't know if you took me serious. Yeah, somebody. It might be somebody first time watching the show, AJ. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good great call, Pac. Got there. Who's great there? point, <laughs> Pacman. I did not wear my jersey to training camp, but <laughs> if I somehow could go back in time, maybe I would. Yeah, well, I think that was my first thing that like things were up with Russell Wilson. You know, like because Russell Wilson is a movie character. It's the first thing. It's the very first thing you thought. Like, oh, this is a little bit unique. Yeah, I thought the season was fucked that day. Put that picture back up. Mm-hmm. As soon as I seen it, I'm like, well, that's a problem. I've yeah. never seen a human yeah. that has had success in the NFL wear their own jersey to training camp. He had that made, too. It had no Nike sign. Yeah, it's Team 3. Mm-hmm. Hey, I fucking love him. Yeah. I want him to get back to being good. Yep. Russell Wilson is his own entity. He's obviously a great story. Fourth rounder, I think, right? Third. Third rounder up in there to becoming a superstar. He gets paid finally because, remember, he had a third-round contract and then does it all, and he's laying in bed with Sierra yep. with the chains and the $100 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got all in there. So hopefully he'll be able to figure it out. Sean Payton seems like the guy to be able to get it done. Russell Wilson's at OTAs before anybody else. He's going to learn the offense. They're going to be a whole new team. He did have knee surgery this offseason. Oh, yeah, clean it up, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. How much, like, obviously they're going to be better. We all love Sean Payton. They have to play the AFC East this year. Their division is very, very good now. Jimmy G's on the Raiders. Like, what is actual success for the Broncos? Like, eight and nine? Because they're not beating the Chiefs twice. I think people will be pissed if they don't go at least 10. They need to make the playoffs. Yeah, if they make playoffs. Oh, man, I don't know. You put the Raiders as contenders because Jimmy G went there? No, I think they're better, though. Then, yeah. In the, the what are you saying? What are you saying? Hold on. I mean, that was certainly a comment that uh, warrants a little conversation. I'm just saying, I think Denver get way better than the Raiders fucking get by bringing Sean Payton than the Raiders fucking bringing Jimmy G. So you don't like Jimmy G? I'm saying Jimmy G is a guy like he, he, he don't – I don't think he make the offense better. I think you can execute the offense, though, is what Josh McDaniels will say. Now, yeah, but I, does that make them better? Well, actually, like that's a great question because – after games, you'll hear people say, we just didn't execute, we didn't execute. That's an excuse by coaches to say, game plan was solid. Mm-hmm. Okay? Players fucked. Their fault. Their fault. Pointed to It's their fault. Players fucked up. Boom. It was them. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G, I feel like, will execute game plan. Like, that is what he is known for almost. So, I no. think, like, the the execution thing can't really be the question with Jimmy G. I feel no, like he's going to put people in the right – you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, is that team, is Josh McDaniels' offense, is that roster good enough to go on a win? I think that is certainly a question. Yeah, definitely. Especially because like, their defense has never been as good as the defense as Jimmy G has oh, had. Oh, no. Right. Here we go. Jimmy it's G- like what the Saints did with Pac-Man here. Yeah. You got Max Crosby over there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they, they have a great – Max Crosby Chandler, and Chandler Jones are great. Good line. But, Chandler, but they don't have a nine. Yeah, Let's say all the twos that he had in San Francisco, though. Like – he, he don't have more twos with the Raiders than he had in San Francisco. I agree. Completely, completely agree. agree. And, I, and, I'm, and he couldn't win it there. And, and I'm not saying, you know, the Raiders are the Close. biggest competitor with the Broncos, but they're not better than the Chargers and the Chiefs. And Sean Payton coming in is going to help a lot. But was Russell Wilson bad at, you know, 
Because he didn't know the plays, or were all his deep balls deep or short? Or was he missing throws that he usually made? No, he stunk. Yeah, that was the bigger thing than him not, like, I thought like, he potentially did ayahuasca and forgot how to play if football. If yeah. comes in, though. <laughs> didn't we, didn't we all think that? Didn't we all think that a little bit? Because that was, like, not the Russell Wilson that any of us had he didn't, done. Didn't we expect him to put it together eventually? That's what I think we were waiting for all season, and it never really clicked. It never got consistent. So I remember I'm hearing Herb Street's voice when the Colts were playing the Broncos. Talking about how, you know, work in progress, work in progress here. That was like week nine, week eight. That was in there a little it was, bit. It was early on. It, maybe. Was it earlier than week nine or week eight, maybe? No, no. I, I don't think – I think it was around then. But I'm saying that's pretty – I mean, that you talk training camp and OTAs. That's – I mean – True. Halfway through a season is yeah. pretty – that's pretty far for a veteran quarterback. If Like if Aaron Rodgers in Matt LaFleur's offense looked the way it looked deep into that first season – there would have been full-on, Oh yeah. throw this in the dumpster, this is terrible. That's how bad it was for how long it was. It was always week five was the Colts-Broncos game. So he was talking about how there's like growing pains, growing pains. And it was like, okay, that sounds very feasible. That sounds very understandable. But then it just never, they never grew, right? No. It was just, well, and no. then that stat came out that was like, if the Broncos would have scored 17 or more points, this was like through week 10, that like they would have been like eight and two or something yeah. like that. So like the defense was fucking killing teams every week. And they like... He had what, like five touchdown passes through like the first eight weeks of the season. I mean, that was tough to watch. Yeah, Bad. and their defense was really good. And because they paid, you know, Russell Wilson all that money, they had to trade Bradley Chubb because they can't pay guys. Okay, let's. Uh, good luck to all parties there. Good luck. Yep. Keep it up. A lot of money, tough division. Uh, let's talk about Nick Casario. Um, allegedly, there was a report on the internet. Well, Ian just said it's not true. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Shouldn't even talk about it. But. He didn't know about Apostolopoulos. It's true. Mm. Did anybody know about Apostolopoulos? Shefty and Windhorse. But before this, though, like how, when did his name pop up before this? Well, when everybody, March 22nd is when Windy said that uh, Apostolopoulos is potentially getting into the game. Mm -hmm. So Windy knows him. Also, anybody that grew up around Pontiac, Michigan knows the Apostolopoulos family. Of course. Dad, founder of Silverdome. Apparently he's been Is the Silverdome still up? No. Isn't it still there? Well, Apostolopoulos, Andreas, the father, whenever he left, uh, Silverdome went to shit, I think. Yep. Is that what happened, Foxy? I was trying to remember. I feel like it's not there anymore, but i that's a complete guess. It's like it was the, up there for a while vacant, I think. Yes, that's correct. I know that for sure. And then did they implode it? That's always like a good time. I oh, believe yeah. that's what happened, <laughs> but I'm not remembering right. They did that to the Igloo in Pittsburgh, and I'll tell you what, I almost missed school for a day because of it all around <laughs> Pittsburgh. Everybody turn on the news, WTAE. Going on. Same with three rivers. They're blowing up. They're blowing up the igloo. Same thing with three rivers. 2017, the uh, Silver Dome came down. But Apostolopoulos, I think Winnie knows him because I saw in the article that he's been sniffing around the cell of the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Oh, oh okay. So oh. it's in the game. I thought you were going to say because he buys like 80 gyros from his local establishment every day. That's good Greek reference. Uh-huh. That's a good. You one. feel good about that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if it was if the G was silent. Or they should time. not have tore the Silverdome down. They should have left it as a standing memorial to where ninety thousand people saw the Hulkster body slam onto the giant at WrestleMania mm-hmm. three. Hell yeah. I agree. Hell yeah. Isn't there a memorial of that in place of the stadium? Somebody told me I should build a six hundred thousand dollar field turf for uh, yeah, for a school here in Indianapolis. That's right. What is that? That's it. They said it's another. Yeah, that's it's it. Silverdome. It's another venue. They took like, the roof. They took the roof off. Yeah, no, yeah. They, I assume this is the implosion video. Yeah, it's, not, it's just silver now. Did oh, they no. sell the seats? <laughs> Usually, can sell those seats. No, the last Lions game of the year, my uncles were actually there, and they were just ripping the seats out to take a suit. Yeah, because they wanted a piece of the the Silverdome, brother. Yeah. 
What was that? Just like four years ago. Superdome. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. They really gave it to him. Welcome to the Silverdome. Yep. <laughs> Kicking off WrestleMania. Biggest event of the year down in New Orleans. Silverdome doing its thing. But venues, always good to have extra venues around town. Oh, yeah. Sure. Apparently it was, it was uh, supposed to be demolished in 2017, but there was a wiring issue, so when they went to demolish it, it didn't work. So you guys didn't even have good imploders, bro? <laughs> what is the deal? Guys can't blow well, a thing up. I mean, that's the silver dome. You don't just blow that thing up normally. I mean, that thing's going to be tough. There's big brains in that. There's big brains yeah. in where they put the explosives yeah. and oh, how they yeah. do it, you know. Oh, I don't yeah. want to dive into fracking. But, I mean, yeah, uh, right. there's a lot of that stuff going on. Strategic explosives are, uh, are a full <laughs> thing. You don't want to jump into a fracking conversation? I <laughs> but I believe that's what they do. Rocks. Yeah. Yep. It's like strategic explosives. Can't believe the fucking Detroit couldn't figure it out. They blow things That'd up. a fun every- gig. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest Sweet. in peace. Wow. Brother. G- oh, no. How long does it take to oh. scrape all that up oh. and get it out? Oh, no. They oh. couldn't get to the second level. <laughs> oh, no. People. Come on. That's not how it's supposed Cool footage, though. That is super cool, man. It looks like a stadium from back What do you get? Wrecking ball? What are those? Is that GM's parking lot? Oh, it's going. You got a big Miley Cyrus kick, huh? What's that? Him? Yeah. Yeah, he says Miley's got a lot of confidence. Yeah. What, what about Miley? Been watching you brought up Miley. You said racking ball. ball yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't mean you. Yeah. Well, kind of, though. You, you so did. what's this going to be now? Well, right here, it's going to be a retail entertainment complex right there on the right, right on the highway. Oh, that looks sweet. Man, we're going to miss the Silverdome, but really pumped about the redevelopment of the Silverdome. Mm. Hell yeah. Are you talking about new business destinations? Possibly you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's go to the phones. Um, that feels like everything. Yeah, I mean, we I, the breaking news during the show has been the break the biggest news of the week. Yeah, but we don't know if it's real or not. And it's fake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's come to the table. This is the everyday life thing, though, Pack, and I think you're getting to experience it, obviously, and you're doing a great job with us. We get caught up in some stories that are just turn out to not be real. One hundred percent fake. The amount of like clips, like, oh, listen to what they said about this. It's like, oh. We can get got. Mm-hmm. We were celebrating Dan Snyder giving that thing to Josh Harris. Yeah. I got a full promo about how Magic Johnson going on the Today Show yeah. helped this whole thing out. Yeah. At that moment, that thing was sold in yeah. our eyes. Yeah. And, and that's how it goes, too. Like, Zeta will find it. It'll be, you know, seconds after it breaks. And then five minutes later, after you've cut an entire promo, it comes out that's not confirmed. And that it's not real yet. And then people go, oh, cool. this thing really uh, yeah, this aged, aged well or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it would have happened. What if it's a smokescreen, though? What if somehow Dan Snyder leaked this info to Shefty about Apostolopoulos just to get okay. a bigger bid from Big Magic Johnson? Let's start thinking about this. Remember, I told you about the negotiation strategy of Mr. Kim. Have to go ask Mr. Kim. That's right. What if Apostolopoulos is not a real human? Okay, mm. this is just a fake human that Dan Snyder did create. Dan Snyder had dinner with Wendy one time on his yacht out at there at Napoleon's Island. Mm-hmm. And Wendy was like, what do you got here? And he obviously loved to spread. Him and Dan Snyder got along. Dan Snyder was a gentleman in this particular fashion. Isn't always a gentleman. That's because he was working. He said, Wendy, wait till you hear about what Apostolopoulos is offering. So he puts that thing out in the buzz. Ooh. Then the Bezos thing comes out. Oh, Bezos. Already told Bezos. What if this is all just a way for Dan Snyder to build up the bidding for his for his uh, team, and none of it's real. Certainly possible. Would have had to get on a, a Wikipedia page and you know, kind of create a, a false narrative or a false life for this guy. But that's not that hard. Anyone can update a Wikipedia. <laughs> Foxy page. had no idea who owned the the silver yep. dome. Exactly. No idea. 
I only went to the Silverdome once in my life, though. Oh, this like, guy sucks. I was like six years old. They made Ford Field in like 2000, I think. <laughs> and crazier mm. things have happened. I could see Dan Snyder, you know, feeding windy grapes on his yacht. Yeah. <laughs> Telling him stories. Yeah. It's, I could see <laughs> it's it. It's a villain move. It's true. Josh Harris is a 5% owner in the Steelers, and we know that Tepper and Haslam were also a minority owner in the Steelers. So if you do that, you're automatically an owner in the NFL. So, so how about NFL. Rooney just selling us a little piece? Mm. Good. Give us a piece, Jeez. Rooney. Come 5%. on. What's that? What's that? Or Jim. Oh, so much money. Five, yeah. If we just yeah. $6 billion, let's just do what 5% of $6 billion is. Quick math. 300 million. Nope. 600, 300 million? 30? No, I think it's 300. I think 300, right? Yeah. Three hundred million? Is it? Yeah. Sweet. Good math out of you. Let's go. Not bad. Three point nine eight billion dollars is how much the Pittsburgh Steelers are worth. No chance. Okay. What's what's? There is no hey, way. Rooney, that Rooney. is so disrespectful. Rooney, look, your team ain't worth nothing, dude. Just give yeah. us like 60, 70, 80% of that thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we need money to operate the, the team. Right. It feels right. I mean, the Broncos just went for four something. DC is a much bigger city, I'm pretty sure. And expensive. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah, I mean, But you have to build a stadium, about, though, in Washington. And we talk about how when you go to games around the country, no matter what game it is, there will be a Steelers oh, jersey. Yeah, like and the amount of merch that is sold from Steelers is huge. The yeah. business is certainly booming in Pittsburgh, um, that stadium in Washington's not going to get okayed. I don't know how anybody thinks that's going to be. They just but the new owners have to feel like they're going to they have a good chance of getting it okayed. I don't think they would buy it if they didn't think they had a chance. Is that not the grandstand capital of the world? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they yeah. already. I believe they already denied. That's and right. granted, it might have been. Because but they're saying, Snyder. oh, it's Dan Snyder. It's Dan yeah. Snyder. It's like any time a stadium needs to be built anywhere for anything, it's certainly going to be damn near impossible to do it with tax dollars you would think like it, it, it almost would have to start it like we will fully fund this and yeah. pay for it well ourselves. then the land becomes in another for sure a full thing well, which the, i guess they could just buy it off of a private owner if they were to pay for it entirely it's gonna be an expensive stadium yeah, yeah they won't there's no it doesn't feel like they'll be able to put it in dc but if they did like the foxborough where they buy like yeah. a massive plot build the virginia stadium, where though everywhere there's dense bro. yeah yeah that whole area it's gonna is be out there dense. it's gonna have to be out there somewhere. Hour and a half away. Yeah, but think about the traffic, too, in that area. Ooh, that would be... Redlock City. Oh, my God. It's going to be tough. That's mm-hmm. going to be a tough thing. Plus $6 billion, whoever buys it. Somebody will figure it out. That's why they're billionaires. They have to. Right. Well, when they were first, right, yeah. when they were first talking about building it, like the plans were for like a 42,000 seat. Like, if you're going to do it, you have to... You got to be able to seat at least like seventy thousand yeah. people in there. They'll figure it out, Peck. Yeah, of course. I'm quite sure they're not spending six billion and haven't already went through these portions that we're. Talking they bought a hundred million dollars site for a, in Virginia. I'm not who sure did part of the Commanders. Okay, so already sites already in there. Yeah. Now all you do is just build it, construct it. Okay, so we got a new stadium, no problem. Woodbridge, yeah. Virginia. They got a, they bought a uh, two hundred acre plot of land for a hundred million. Okay. Was that the one off the highway where we saw the uh, the renderings? Yeah, the renderings. I it looked awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know they bought it. I thought they were thinking about buying it. Yeah, and if that is like the traffic, some cities just have to deal with that, and they're just going to have they to acquire be... the right to purchase. I don't know. If it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so they got it, though. They can still spend yeah. it and do it. Mm-hmm. 23 miles outside of D.C. How about Dan Snyder going, yeah, I'm not going to buy it, but I'll let you know you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys can buy it. And we're, it out. we're also not factoring in Magic Johnson flashes those pearly whites. Those politicians mm-hmm. are going to do whatever he says. All right. He went on today's show and got mm-hmm. the bid in. Apostolopoulos ain't doing that. Nope. Uh, Let's go to the phones. 500 phone line before we get the fuck out of here. Rob in Pittsburgh. What's going on, pal? 
Shout out, Pat. It's an honor. Honor's Enjoy fun. all your work, man. Thank you, Rob. You too, pal. What's going uh, on? If you guys are coming back to the Berg, avoid the south side. It's sketchy AF right now. Okay. Good to know. Uh, Turner's in Iron City has a beer. Okay. If you're going to gobble, go to live. You can gobble in the mall and have Chick-fil-A. Enjoy oh. your weekend, bro. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate you, pal. Wow. Hell yeah. That was a great piece of information. Thank you, hey, Rob. Rob. That's a top five call right there. It's about to be a great weekend in Pittsburgh. Let's go to Nolan in Jacksonville on the 5 Energy phone line. What's going on, Nolan? Don't go to live. That's hey, out of town. Nolan, how you doing? I think it's in Green. Cape Washington? I think it's in Green. Greensburg. Yes, sir. Uh, I was wondering if you think that uh, Dan Snyder was keeping uh, Harris as a little side piece and was solely waiting for <laughs> Bezos to place a, a bid and knock them all out the water because as soon as Bezos bowed out, uh, it seems like this this deal started kicking in motion. What about and, Apostolopoulos? Uh, also, do you think that three uh, agents are more uh, destined to come now? What about Apostolopoulos? Nah, he ain't real. You think that's a fake human? I like that. That's a flatter ploy. All right. I love it. I love it if he thinks. I, I, I do appreciate the fact that we think that Dan Snyder is that big of a mastermind. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that would be genius. Could create some fake Wikipedia pages. Fake silver dome owner. Yep. <laughs> you, watch, you watch Succession. Stuff like that can happen. Yeah. Yes. Happen. That's what I'm saying. I think like that's why we think like that, because all they care about is the bottom line. That's right. Well, they'll do anything. That's the game almost. How do we change the bottom line a little bit? And that was the first episode where they had one bid and then some other person comes in and raises it a little bit. Zito just asked, uh, have you watched the uh, most recent episode of Succession? Yeah, I saw old buddy fake his own death. I saw that. Oh. Classic. We got an Avicii situation. Spoiler alert. Interesting. Wow. Uh, You didn't watch the after show explanation of the episode. There's been a lot of interviews that have been done by the cast of characters about episode three there. Uh Seems like it's been a pretty known pivotal episode for some time. Mm -hmm. That came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Spoiler, spoiler, (laughs) earmuffs if you haven't seen it. It's real early to kill one of the greatest characters in the history of television. Yeah. In yeah. the season, I think. Seven episodes Certainly. left. I guess one person only saw a dead body. That was, that was Roman. Well, yeah, well, they, they kind of showed it, though, in the episode. Yeah. Kind of showed it. Yeah. It he's, just, he's that's dead. real early to kill a, that guy. But the show boy. is called Succession, though. So it's supposed to be, hey, how do the kids do it? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, though. The business shit that could set up here mm-hmm. with Matson still in play. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Jerry back pissed. Jerry's back. Piss too. She's got oh, a yeah. little. She's got an axe to grind. HBO's got no problem killing off main characters very early. Yeah, Game of Thrones, play? right? You, that yeah. happened all the time. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens with the ex-wife and current wife. They're oh. definitely going to come back into the fold. And girlfriend. Yep. Gojo. Oh, Chuckles. Chuckles the clown. Mm-hmm. Like she caught a foul ball at the Yankees. Game. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Five hundred phone line. Great show. We're telling Pack he's got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Got to watch it, Pack. Yeah. And if AJ's not sold, what should sell him is that the bodyguard that he goes to dinner with, he was crying, okay, outside. That's what really sells it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Unless unless he's getting work, too. Let's go to Cody in Maine. Uh, Cody, what's going on, pal? Hey, what's up, boys? Let's keep it moving. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you all about Devin White. I've not been hearing a whole lot of chatter about him after requesting that trade. Um, To me, the Eagles seem like a good landing spot, losing Edwards and White. But I wanted to know what you all thought. Best option for him and where he might land. Have a great weekend, Cody. AJ, Devin White's still a great player, right? Yeah, I think he's a stud. But didn't his GM just come in and act like, hey, we're not moving him? 
Tone Diggs wanted to ask Rapport about yeah. it earlier, but we overran some time on some stupid conversations. What did you read about it? Because I, because I hadn't heard anything. Because like, guy's been a Pro Bowler, an All Pro. He's won a Super Bowl. He's a fifth yeah. fifth overall pick. He's only twenty five. I was right. surprised that we hadn't heard more about it. I didn't see the GM thing. That's why I was going to ask about it. Let's go to t- Devin White's player. Yeah, 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 player. I wouldn't move him if I was um, Tampa Bay. What are they going to have to do? Just repay him? What is, uh, is it? It's money? Fifth, it's yeah. his fifth year yeah. coming up for a first round. I think he's. Do a contract Absolutely. either after this year or, yeah. Oh, he wants an extendo. Yeah. They're able to do that down there all the time with Mike Greenberg, their salary cap guru. They should be able to figure that out. But we should have asked Rap. We apologize that we didn't. Up there in Maine, Tampa Bay fan. Or is he okay. a Phillies fan or Eagles fan? That's Sounds why he like wants that. Could be an Eagles fan. Eagles would be in play for everybody, it feels like. Yeah. Howard Roseman. Would make sense. Last call here on the 5 Energy phone line. Let's go to Tyler in El Paso, Texas. All the way down there in Texas. What's going on, pal? What's going on, Pat? Shout out to you guys. You FTB, baby. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Shout out to FTB. Keep it moving, boys. Hell I just yeah. had one question, uh, one favor. I was wondering, Magic Johnson said a lot about Dan Snyder. So I was wondering what Lou Holtz thought about Dan Snyder. Was Lou Holtz a fan? Or is he more of a Brian Kelly fan? Tyler, that's a great question. I, I don't think we need to ask about Brian Kelly to Lou Holtz. We've already known that. But is Lou Holtz a part of the ownership group that is getting him into the Washington Commanders building? That's a great question. Coach, Coach Lou Holtz, are you, uh, you a part of this uh, group that is buying the Washington Commanders, potentially, from Dan Snyder? Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people know this. Uh, I was the head coach of the New York Jets for about two months. Uh, they fucking tossed my ass out of the NFL quicker than you would believe. I'm not an NFL guy, okay? I mold young minds. I mold young boys in the bed. Um, Dan Snyder, you fucking You say suck my tongue? Uh, I am actually good friends with the Dalai Lama. I know you guys were talking about it last week. He's a jokester. He's a prankster. Okay, so guess what? If that kid didn't know that the Dalai Lama was joking around when he said, Hey, kid, suck my fucking tongue. Then guess what? That's on his kid and it's on his parents. You know, if he were to come to Notre Dame, I'd let him know. Hey, his holiness jokes around, okay? He pranks around. Yeah, a couple recruits come in and just to kind of take their temperature, I'll send them down to my office and say, Hey, you know what? You want to play quarterback? All you gotta do, suck my tongue. Oh, okay. And they do. So you and him, it's your thing. Yeah, it's kind of just, it, you know, it's a generational thing. It kind of just tests the metal kid, and it lets me know. Hey, how committed is this kid to playing quarterback under me? Will he suck my tongue? If he will, shit, he could be a legend. Thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. It's a shame to hear you're not getting into the NFL. Huge bummer. It's tough. All right. Uh, this episode of the Pat McAfee Show was brought to you by NASCAR. Ooh. Hell yeah. Ooh. Listen up because they got an important message for all of you, and we seen it on Twitter this morning. Got a chance to chat with them. The people's champ. Why? NASCAR's number nine Cup Series driver and 2020 season champion. Chase Elliott is back. Hell yeah. Coming off an unfortunate snowboarding accident where he fractured his tibula. Yeah, that was tough. Chase is back to the track this weekend doing what he does best, going fast. He's back to the quest for another championship. I don't know about you. We're pumped about it. Yeah, so pumped. And if he wins, we're actually donating $100,000 to a charity of his choice. You can watch this race Sunday, 3 p.m. on FS1. It's the NASCAR Cup Series at Martinsville, Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Chase Elliott is back. Let's go. Hell yeah. Good mustache. Great, Great mustache. mustache. Good conversation. Yeah. yeah. AJ, I think you would like Chase Elliott. Seemed like a good guy. He was wearing his full costume. I don't know if that's because he just got done working or they told him, hey, be in costume. Nonetheless, cool guy. 
promo for Yeah, it's good to have number nine back, always. How long was he out? Six weeks. Six weeks. Long time in the middle of the season. We've got a lot of season left, though. He's too far behind on points. He's just going for fucking wins. That's right. He needs to win this thing. If you're not first, you're last. last. Amen. What's the stage thing they do? It's three stages. They break it up into three races. It's basically a a pit stop scheduled for every single car so that these longer races get broken up and there's more points for stage wins. Third one is the race, though. Like, okay. third is the final one, and it is the actual wrap-up of the race. I think they also do it because, like, after each stage, they basically restart the race. So it brings all the cars back together. Yeah, because anytime you get a yellow or a caution or something like that, and you have to do a restart, those are the most exciting times mm-hmm. of the race whenever you're in the middle of it because everybody's back in it. So now they're like, oh, how do we do that? Well, we can guarantee at least two of them yep. mm-hmm. with the stage game. A lot of the OG fans, like Tone Diggs, don't love it. They don't it. love it at all. Not for I'm with Tone on this one. Fucking Timinator, hate it. Well, Timinator was actually racing against Chase's dad a lot, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kicking his ass. Bobby Bonnie, Mark Martin. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They were battling out there in those cars. Anyways, 3 p.m. Eastern, Fox Sports 1, back in Martinsville. Before we get out of here for an incredible weekend, we can't thank you all enough for allowing us to do this for a living. We announced yesterday that us and Shop 412... Back in Pittsburgh, we'll be collabing on some merch and some items going forward. We want to kind of take the merch game to a little different level. Still have T-shirts and such, which we are very thankful that people purchase and buy and represent our entire operation. Every time I see a shirt of ours out in public, I always chat with them and I always tell them thank you so much for the love. I think all the boys do. Mm-hmm. We're trying to take it to the next level, next stage, and we're doing shit with Shop 412. To celebrate that, I think we should give away 10 merches. Ooh, okay. Love that. All we have to do is uh, have something incredible happen today the incredible thing that has to happen adam pacman jones will have to make a basketball shot from that foul line to that basket Ooh. if adam pacman jones is able to do that we'll give 10 people free merches from store.patmacfeeshow.com as all of the apps that are paying digitally are going through some fuckery right now we do know that the store will be the quickest and most efficient way to benefit the beautiful people that participate in these giveaways every single day adam pacman jones wearing leather pants today yeah yeah. he looks so cool he's had an incredible week he's been working on this shot i believe with boston connor Mm -hmm. connor what are your thoughts on pacman shot from one foul line to the other who uh, they're pretty good, but that's the one thing that you mentioned. I have not seen him shooting leather pants yet, so I'm interested to see how that's going to affect him. It is 80 degrees outside. Leather pants don't really breathe well, but no. that's what happens when you're always cool. Cool is the other side of the pillow. Cool is a cucumber. <laughs> what are your thoughts, uh, AJ, on Pac-Man with the moonshot here from the other foul line? I mean, those leather pants are amazing. Can he? Does he still have his ears in? I can't. Like, I would imagine my lower body would be sweating profusely if I were leather. He pants. can hear you. Uh, you know how fucking cold he can keep it in? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. You're right. What? You're like Dave Letterman. You keep it at 52 degrees. I love it. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, it's not 52. It's You're 60. freezing? What? Listen, we don't need this <laughs> soft shit before we're trying to win 10 people yeah. some merches right now. Okay? 80 degrees out. Well, why you got a hoodie on? Because I'm trying to rep Boston because well, the Penguins lost. It's three-quarter. Relax. Because Pat keep it cold. I do like it a little chilly. I keep my apartment at 61. I run a little hot. Okay, anyways, let's not talk about the temperature. Let's make it a little bit hotter in here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's put some swishes through Come the on, bucket. Pack. Pack, if you can make the moonshot from one foul line to the opposite bucket, 10 people, some merch is from store.patmacfishow.com. All they got to do is retweet this video. Say something nice to somebody. 
Airbus to cash it. Oh, oh must have bonus ball. Oh, I thought bonus that was ball, it. Bonus ball. Oh. No, no, ah, bonus, no ball. bonus. Didn't bounce back across the table. That's a shame. Could yeah. have had a behind the back shot. Looks but good. instead, we got nothing. That ball's a little flatter than the other. Could get a good bounce off the backboard. Adam Pacman Jones attempting the moonshot for 10 people to win some merch. Oh, bonus ball, bonus, bonus, ball, bonus, ball, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. Oh, the net says no. Over. Oh, man. Grab the ball. Ladies and gentlemen, all Adam Pacman Jones has to do is bury the moonshot here at the Thunderdome. 10 Come people win some merch as he retweets this video. Say something nice to somebody and. Oh, That's why he's boy. short. Right, Leather pants. See, this is what I meant. Leather pants seem to come into. Pac Man has really cool shoes on as well, AJ. Well, we kind of let that kind of just slip right by. Galaxy. Leather pants into the shoes with a sweet hoodie. Uh-huh. Sweet hoodie. Sweet hoodie. Sweet. Fresh. Cookies. This one is money. Go. Here you go, Pac. Do it. Yeah, this is it. This one's in, Pac. Adam Pacman Jones played 14 years in the NFL at the yeah. corner position. Long time. Ran a 4-2-8 is an incredible athlete. If he makes this moonshot. Oh, yes! Smart. Steals a bonus ball for the people. If he can make the moons. Oh, came back. The universe said you get another one at this. Adam Pacman Jones, moonshot. Oh. Uh, hold on, there's one bonus more ball. Rack ball. Bonus rack ball. Bon- on the bottom of the rack. Oh my god, I didn't see Holy it. shit. Holy shit. Wow. That's the, the money ball right there. Thank you, Joe. Yep. Oh, thanks, Joe. Joe Nardo says this weekend while we go back to Pittsburgh, let's remember that the Doppler dog. Donardo used to roam those streets and those airwaves, mm-hmm. spending, sending nothing but positive vibes in great predictions. Mm-hmm. My prediction is this. Adam Pacman Jones, 14-year NFL corner, is about to bury a moonshot, and 10 people are about to win some merches from store.patmcafeeshow.com. Not a lot of effort. Bonus ball. There you go. There you go. Bonus ball. Do it for Joe, Pac. Come on. This is for Joe Donardo. For Joe. The Doppler dog. Joe Donardo. Adam Pacman Jones. Ooh. All right, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. Yeah. All right, yeah, there, we go. there we go. All right, bonus ball. All right, here we go. All right. Come on, Pac. Come All Pac's got to do. One back, All Pac's got to do is make the moonshot here. Ten people win merches from store.pat.macvishow.com. Bonus, 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 bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. All right, there's the bonus ball. Big time rebound. He's put a, this guy has a double-double happening. This guy's got six rebounds. There's some Skittles on the floor. And bonus ball. Out of Pac-Man Jones, his earpiece has unlatched. He cannot hear anything AJ saying, but he does know. Ten people. (laughs) (laughs) Ten shots, ten people. Bang. Oh, oh, my God. God. You're there. You're there right now. You're getting robbed. Uh, Oh. Halfway down. Like seven of them were in. Good effort. Right. Stick to <laughs> Yep. Right online, too. He was throwing oops to Big Joe before the show. And yeah, that's what it was. Yep. Tech Joe, dude. Yeah. See, we got a rack. Sweet. Changes the game. All right, that fucking big. Oh, shit. Too strong. From working on. Can you try to hit the camera that's pointed at you? 
AJ. Oh, that's the one. AJ. We're just making this right camera by the camera. is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> the one that's staring at you. I know. Just throw one right by it to show your accuracy. Oh, oh, my God. Pretty good. Go. All right. Woo. There you go. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's all have an incredible weekend. Okay. Let's enjoy Nick getting married. Hope you all are incredibly nice to each other. We will miss you tomorrow. Uh, Axe Pack is at 430. Yep. Oh, that one almost went in, too, from our angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looked good. Felt like I was going to hit it. It, very it looked good. very close, yeah. Good thing it did. Oh. Oh, shook it. Jeez. I mean, that's mission accomplished. Highest passer rating in the history of Thanksgiving games. (laughs) Boom. People forget it. Can. That was a good throw. I'm pretty pumped about that. I assume we broke something up there, though. (laughs) Yeah, wire, too. So we'll get that figured out over the weekend. AJ, have a great weekend. We appreciate you. Pac-Man, incredible week. Good luck with the hashtag XPac at 4.30 Eastern on Twitter. Uh, Tone Diggs, what a week out of you, pal. You're going to look great on Saturday. I appreciate that. So are you. Ty, you're the man, pal. I appreciate it. Same with you, Connor. Good luck officiating that wedding. Hey, good luck. We used these two, pal. Everybody in the back, great work. Nick, good luck. And uh, hashtag XPac. How do I pronounce it? Ask. How do I pronounce it? Ask. 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 A-K-A-K. A-K-S-K. Cack. A cock pack would be also. A cock? <laughs> yeah, a cock pack. What are those? The macaques, that monkey crew that I uh, I learned about yeah, over the there? M-A-C-A-Q-U-E, I believe yeah. is yep. the name. They're a fucking yep. wild bunch. Yeah. There's a couple of young guns. So I think last time we checked in. They were trying the to range. take over the entire crew. Yeah. So it's not the macaque. It's not a cock. Nope. It's Axk. Right. Pack. Can't wait to see the answers you give. Thanks for everything. Big shout out to Chase Elliott for stopping by. Good luck this weekend. 100000 to him. His favorite charity. Yes. If he wins the race this weekend. Ian Rappaport for giving us some news, but not knowing all the news. Mm-hmm. But he's the man. And to all of our guests this week, you are the best. This weekend, we celebrate love. Hell yeah. Which we can't help but, you know, kind of echo the sentiment that everybody love everybody. Mm-hmm. Really? We all have, We all have a lot more in common than we could ever imagine. We all just beat COVID. Yep. Hell yeah. Yes. Let's enjoy this life and let's say nice things to each other. We're going to Chef Bose. Chef Bose. Goodbye.